A Against the Call listeners, you can find all of our episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Anchor, with YouTube coming soon. There will be a new episode every Tuesday and Thursday, so make sure you tune into those. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome back to another episode of Against the Call. It's your host, Michael, here. Today, I'm joined with Nick, John, and a special guest, Brian. Hey, everyone. Hey, happy, Brian. Happy to be here. Good. As you should. <laughs> <laughs> Today, we got a good show for you. We're going to be talking about Around the League MLB. We're going to talk about the bowl games of LSU and UCF, along with their future. Um, also, we'll be talking about Around the League college football and their NIL. We're also going to go into the countdown with the best sports cities in the U.S. But after that, we'll give our starts and sits of this week's fantasy. And then we'll have a section of Mike's Locks, NBA Games of the Weekend, and a Christmas Day Draft. I don't know if y'all uh, remember what we said about Mike's picks. Huh? Whatever Mike <laughs> goes for, you got to bet against. So. Also, one, yeah. other, <laughs> one other thing we're going to be talking about is NFL Weekend Preview. Oh, and okay, yeah. So, Brian. Yes. How's your day going? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's going good. Started off good today. Happy National Signing Day to everyone. <laughs> Happy well, National Signing Day. Technically, it's early signing day, yeah. but this is when everyone signs. And right. Yeah, it's a great day in college football. You know, everyone gets all happy. You know, you get new players <laughs> yeah. on your team and new people to root for yep. or against, you know, because some of these players we're going to be hating on in a couple <laughs> couple weeks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I just woke, I woke up to celebrate. I got to make griddle. <laughs> <laughs> nice, yeah. So, Brian, tell us what teams you like and who you support. Yeah. So, um, I grew up. Um, my parents went to both went to LSU. Um, so I've always grown up and a big LSU fan. But as as I went to UCF, I've grown to start liking them a lot more and followed their recruiting and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. Those are my two main teams. But I'm pretty much. Um, in the know for a lot of teams in the state of Florida and, mm-hmm. you know, around the SEC and even the American and Big 12. All right, cool, cool. Cool. Well, we are not biased at all. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a UCF podcast. <laughs> well, before we get into anything, I was scrolling on Twitter yesterday. On the trending, it had trending FIFA World Cup death penalty. And I was really, I was really confused what, what that was. <laughs> so I clicked on it and then I read it and it said, Iranian soccer player sentenced to death by hanging for advocating for protesting against the death of a woman named Masha Amini, a yeah. woman's right activist. All right. His name is Amir Nasir Azadani. That was just an excuse for like losing in the world. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, it's like, damn. I, I mean, yeah. It's, just it's protesting just... a death and a man getting hung. It's... And also, also America, too. So that, I, mean, <laughs> I, I think that's pretty, you know. I was just, dang, bro. Okay, wow. Damn. Yeah, that, I just want to bring that up. That the stuff crazy. you see on Twitter. Bro. <laughs> Definitely not what I. Mike expected. always has to ruin the mood, bro. Like, start. Damn, vibe killer. Might be. Yeah, now I'm sad. Yeah. I don't want to talk about sports anymore. Anyway. <laughs> All right, RIP that man. But uh, let's well, get. He's not dead MLB. yet. Yeah, he's not dead oh, yeah, yet. You're right. It yeah. could be some like Jack Sparrow type shit, and he gets out of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're praying that's not true. But yeah, we'll. we'll we're, pray, well, we're praying that he's not going to become Jack Sparrow, or oh, that he no. does, uh, that like, what do you mean? Like <laughs> that he doesn't just okay die. Yeah. All right. That, all right. That'd be stuck yeah. Stuck. That that would be kind of sucky. <laughs> um, anyway, well, let's just get into MLB. So <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, not, that's a nice nice segue there. 
There is some better news, kind of. Is it? So there's this guy named Corey Yeomans. He caught Aaron Judge's 62nd home run ball, and the Yankees offered him $3 million for it. Damn. He ended up declining that and putting it up for auction. Where he, where it sold for one point five million. I think I think this is a great like, like, like story to say. Don't be greedy. You know? <laughs> Don't be greedy. Cause look what greed, look what greed gets you, man. I, I mean, I, I remember with like Tom Brady's like, uh, touchdown. Like, what was it like six hundred touchdown pass yeah, ball? Mike Evans like gave it away. Yeah, and yeah. Then that dude was asking for like a bunch of stuff, and they only wanted to give. They only went up to like five hundred k. Like and season tickets for like what? Yeah, two, two seats. Yeah, two, like two not seasons? even like for life. Or exactly. Anything. Yeah. Damn. Man. So shout out to MOB for being more um generous. Yeah. Oh, it's not really MOB. It's just Yankees. Yeah, but well, the Yankees got money to spend. True. So. Yeah. 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 They could. Yeah. Other than that, there is some big news in MLB. Carlos Correa signing with the Mets last night for 12 years, $315 million. His deal with the Giants dropped after his physical. What a switch, bro. I thought for what? sure he was going to, to the like, Giants, bro. Cut, what like happened with the physical? Like, was it? I, I don't know what it was. <laughs> Did, was it, wasn't he on I.O. at the end of the season? Wasn't he, wasn't he like, injured or he had some sort of, like, like, like back issue? I, I think he was, like, dealing with injury throughout the year. Yeah. I don't know if he was on I.O., but Still it was like season. a couple hours before his press conference with the Giants too. Like his physical, like came back in the. Damn, Imagine being a Giants fan. You almost got Aaron Judge, almost got and then he almost, got, and then he almost got Carlos Correa just for them to both drop it and go to different <laughs> teams. As you know, Aaron Judge went back to the Yankees, of course. But this and is like that. Ace too. Is Evelyn Correa still with him? Huh? Is Evelyn? No, no, he's he's a free agent, and I pray to God he goes to the Rays. As, as <laughs> pray. They lost their like one of their best pitchers, Carlos Rodon, to the Yankees. As well, at least he opted at least out. He, at least he didn't go to the Yankees. So it's their really year. <laughs> Yo, and Barry Bonds still isn't in the Hall of Fame. So, dude, this good is job tough. to the Giants. Oh well, that's tough. We had that one 109 win season last year. Was it last year? In uh, twenty twenty, not twenty twenty, but twenty. That was one to the Yankees. No, Giants, I don't think that was Giants. 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 What's an they, 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 they won they won the West. They won it out and then they got they got uh beat I think in seven or five. I forgot what division series. They haven't won hundred and nine games in a minute. Okay, but they won they won the division, correct? A few years ago. A few years ago. Yeah. Did they? Or were I, they a wild card? The no, no, the Dodgers the Dodgers the Dodgers, the Dodgers have been card. winning the division for like a while. Yeah, so but 20. I just know they got gypped out of the call. After a check swing uh, call, uh, and, and that forced the, the what you call it the yeah oh, yeah they did one hundred seven wins yeah oh, and wins. then and then the next year they they were literally at five hundred like they were like what like fuck I don't remember but like they were like right at five hundred yeah wow. so what a what a what a odd like team man poor Giants oh well. <laughs> They're not in our vision. So Carlos Correa right. to the Mets. Yeah, to the Mets. That Mets team's gonna be stacked on paper. On yeah, paper. On paper. I'm <laughs> curious to see if he's like his injury status because yeah. the Giants didn't drop him for no reason. Right. It's something about that physical. Like, there's no way they would just like give him up. How much is the uh, contract? Three hundred fifteen million for twelve years. Ooh. Okay. And he was on thirteen years for three hundred fifty, I think. Yeah. So he technically lost money, but at that point, like. And it doesn't really matter. Doesn't really matter. Yeah, <laughs> you're still making a bag. But 12 match. years though, man. Like that's. Yeah, how old is he? He's he's been in the league for like five or six years, right? He's. I think he's still pretty young. He's like or, in the late 20s. Yeah. yeah. 
for for a baseball Maybe player. Maybe early thirties. Yeah, it's his, he's probably in yeah, his twenty. Prime. He's twenty eight right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. his prime. So, but yeah, everything. <laughs> Damn man. Yeah, he got a bag though. Signed with a good contending team too. And yeah. I think I think I saw something today that the Mets have the highest payroll out of everybody, and he, they've spent more money this offseason than they anybody pay. so far. They which should. I think it's going to mm-hmm. be like that because they got Justin Verlander, Carlos Correa, Max Scherzer. Max Scherzer. I'm just talking about people that they got this, uh, year. this year. I mean, this offseason. So, yeah. but they lost Jacob Degrom though. But they yeah. got the sign. But exactly. So, so it's like they lost one, but they lost, but they gained one. So it's like blood for blood, I guess. Like, you know. Yeah. But uh, I don't know, man. We'll, we'll see how the Mets are. We'll see. The Mets will met. So. so next we have is what we call bowl time here. We're talking about the bowl games of LSU and UCF. Brian, we want to give you your thoughts on this LSU uh, Citrus Bowl game against Purdue. What do you what do you think about it? Yeah. So, um, like you said, um, LSU is playing the Citrus Bowl against Purdue. Um, unfortunately for Purdue, they're losing their head coach, Jeff Brom, mm-hmm. um, to um, – Louisville, he's going back to his alma mater, so um, that's kind of bad for him. Uh, they're also their quarterback has declared that he won't be playing in, in the bowl game as well. Yeah. Uh, so that's another thing to keep an eye on um, in terms of Purdue. Honestly, it does. I feel like LSU was really looking forward to like a playoff spot before, yeah. um, or like just being like a dark horse playoff team. Because mm-hmm. if they would have beaten Georgia, they could have really been up there in the conversation. Yeah. Especially with the chaos that happened with. Uh, TCU losing and Ohio yeah. State losing and all that other stuff um, happening yeah. and USC losing as well. Not nothing to mention. Um, so yeah, not getting even a New Year's Six bowl um, kind of did dampen the mood for for UC or for LSU. Yeah. But um, you know, there's still it's still something to play for. They can still play for ten wins. So yeah, they're at nine right now. Uh, so definitely still something to play for. I feel like th- this LSU team is definitely they'll be a little healthier than they were in in the conference championship game against georgia hopefully jane daniels can get back to what, what he was mm-hmm. and their um their big wide receiver Keshawn booty did announce that he's not going to be um entering the nfl draft so he'll be back for another season for the, with lsu as well so hopefully that them, those two can get on the same page um and we can get a nice little win against purdue yeah i i just want to say um according to espn an, uh analytics yeah lsu has a 68.4 percent chance of winning this game actually um, and as you did mention, like LSU has had their disappointing losses this season. Lost by one to FSU at the beginning of the season. Lost forty to thirteen to Tennessee. <clears throat> yeah, that was a good win. Um, and Death Valley, not to mention. And then on top of that, lost to A and M thirty eight to twenty three. Which that game was, uh, like my like South Carolina game. Whenever Tennessee lost to South Carolina, right? Because like that's just, like after losing Texas A and M playoff picture out the window yeah, so it was over yeah i mean um but still a great season for brian kelly in his first season what a there. turnaround too yeah all things, yeah. All, like, yeah honestly all, all things considered yeah it was a great season so many co- so many high level coaches got were in their first or so many coaches were in their first year this year right um lincoln riley at usc mm-hmm. um they'd obviously had a great season as well um oklahoma got a new coach florida got a new coach yep um lsu obviously got a new coach but yeah, honestly, a great year one for Brian Kelly, and you know they're looking to build on it. Obviously, that Texas yeah. A&M loss was just stung. Um, but I mean, at that point, like Texas A&M had nothing to lose, so it, it makes sense. Like I would, I watched that game, and I remember talking in the group chat about it. I was like, yeah, I feel like Texas A&M is going to win. That. There's just a feeling of Texas A&M like pulling this out, and 
I don't know. I don't know what happened that game. I watched near the end, but um, I mean, I think Texas it... A&M just controlled the ball the yeah. entire time. Um, it was really just a ball control game. I'm not sure what the exact time of possession um, statistics were, mm-hmm. um, but I just felt like LSU could never get the ball, and then some key turnovers as well kind of cost them in that game. Um, yeah. But yeah, definitely a rivalry um, between LSU and Texas A&M. Um, LSU has dominated um, that um, game recently, um, but you know Texas A&M, they're, they were playing to ruin LSU's playoff hopes, yeah. and that's what they did. And LSU and Texas A&M were responsible for that crazy overtime game right yeah, yeah yeah they caused the they caused the new overtime rules yeah, yeah it was seven overtime games oh, 70, 74 I, to 72 yeah yep. yep coach that. o got soaked before the game even ended yeah yeah then he lost he had to go back to the oh man that, <laughs> yeah, it was the fourth quarter and he had to play seven overtimes with, rip, bro. Uh, sticky gatorade on his back <laughs> <laughs> what i will mention um lsu is averaging 32.3 points per game whereas purdue is averaging 28.1 uh, definitely up there in the offensive stats. LSU is allowing 23.7 points per game, and Purdue is averaging uh, 24.6 points allowed. So LSU is definitely looking like the better team here, obviously. Yeah. And with Jaden Daniels, you know, having a like almost 3,000-yard season, he was close to seeing seen 300 more yards. He had 16 touchdowns and only three picks this season, which is very, very good. Um, and he's also he also leads his own team in rushing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 180 carries, 100 or 818 yards, and 11 touchdowns. So, what do you what what is your score prediction here? What what is your outlook on this game? Will it be a sleeper game? Is it going to be a high scoring game? What are you thinking? Um, I think it could be a, end up being a high scoring game. Um, LSU is also losing a bunch of um, DBs to the draft, mm-hmm. uh, whether they're declaring or they're seniors and just sitting out this bowl game. Um, so it definitely could go into the shootout range. I feel like LSU's offense, especially against, I think Purdue's, um, they do they do have a good um, defense on their side of the ball, um, but I think LSU can go point for point with them. Um, I think Purdue's offense losing their quarterback is big for them. He was yeah, the, he definitely. was he was the um, the catalyst of their team, um, but we'll see what they can do um, on that side of the ball. But yeah, Jaden Daniels only throwing three picks. A lot of that had to deal with. Um, him not being as aggressive as he probably should should be throughout the year. Um, a lot of check downs and stuff like that, not really going deep. Kind of led to some frustration, especially in the FSU and um, Tennessee losses mm-hmm. um, with him not taking the chances needed to kind of advance the ball um, throughout the game. Yeah. Um, he definitely came out of his shell like the second half. Of the season. Yes. Yeah. 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 Aside from that Texas A&M game, he's, he really started to come on. Obviously, Alabama, he put up an unbelievable performance in mm-hmm. that game. Great game. Um but yeah, um, I think LSU does end up winning. Um, I think it could be a little closer in terms of points, but um, I think it's going to be a shootout. Okay. Yeah. Right. I mean, I could, I could definitely see that. And, and what? And what's the quarterback for LSU again? Uh, Jaden Daniels. Is he? Is he a sophomore? Um, or senior. He's a senior. Um, but he has, he has one more year. Of, yes. Uh, yeah. So he'll okay. be back. He'll be back next year. Okay. That's he's smart. a transfer from Arizona State. That's smart. Yeah, he's smarter than. Ar, we don't <laughs> nah, Ar fifteen was smart to get out of there. Anyways, yeah. So, um, <laughs> UCF versus Duke in the Military Bowl. It's at two p.m. on December twenty eighth in Indianapolis, Maryland. Um, it's going to be a matchup between the nine and four Knights versus the eight and four Duke Blue Devils. Yeah, that should be a good. That should it's, be a good matchup, man. It's. Like, I I'm, I believe this is going to be a really good matchup, yeah. and um, 
Also for UCF fans uh, and the players, obviously, it's going to be 37 degrees in this game. Ooh, um, a Florida team playing in a ooh. <laughs> I mean, we saw what happened to Miami, man. They were close to winning, though. I so, know, I mean, but still, like, that's... Nah, we'll see, never, never count a Florida team out. That's but true. Um, that's UCF true. has a 56.9% chance of winning this game. So, obviously, very close odds here. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the people that I've been watching, like, talk about this game have been talking about Duke's going to win it. That's what they. That's what they believe. Um, from everything I've seen, keep that us. isn't UCF bias related. Keep, keep, obviously, keep, keep doubting us, man. That's, that's the only way I can say it. Like, keep doubting us. Yeah, like, I I agree. We may have lost the Navy. We may have lost to the what is it Louisville, Louisville. Louisville. and Tulane, which, Tulane, who we beat again. But I will I will mention Duke is coming off a unpredictable season. Uh, they were not predicted to be over five hundred. And also their coach wins ACC Coach of the Year. So Duke is yeah, having just yeah, a yeah. fantastic season in their standards for football. But as for UCF, um, almost a disappointing season, it I'd is. say. It, it's a, it is a disappointing, disappointing season. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, we, we should be, I don't want to say undefeated. I think that we should have beat Louisville. We should have beat Navy. I think sure. that losing to Tulane in the American Conference Championship that that you got to take with a grain of salt. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. there's other games. The Navy game was just inconsistent. Uh, it was that, just that, that's that's bad. the number one thing. Just be inconsistent from the quarterback position. That's it. I mean, that's all what right. we've been dealing with all season. I know so that, that that's what hurt us at the end of the day. Like like inconsistency from that position. And then it's just like you can't have that. You could have, yeah. You can't have inconsistency yeah. from your quarterbacks. I agree. Yeah, inconsistent is the name of the. Of the reason why, like UCF is where they were. A lot of I projected UCF to be a 10-11 win regular season team. Mm-hmm. Um, Louisville lost; could have gone either way. Obviously, mm-hmm. offense held us back in that game as well as Navy. I feel like that in that two-lane loss, we had a lot of injuries. John Rice probably was not 100% in that game. Probably yeah. not even close to 100%. Um, and I feel like that two-lane team was just at the peak of what they were doing, yeah. and UCF was just on the downswing. After a loss to Navy and then a close win against a lowly USF team. Yeah, I mean our our like defense has been holding us back in a lot of times too. Like allowing um, the run game from Navy to be so good was just unexcusable. They just couldn't stop them. And then with Tulane, we started coming back. I mean, I was watching this game with you guys, and they were starting to come back. And then UCF's defense just couldn't hold that Tulane like that Green Wave offense. So, and on top of that. Like you just mentioned, USF. The fact that we just allowed a one and eleven team to drop thirty five points on us is just that was a horrible sad. watch, bro. I'm not yeah. gonna lie to you. Rivalry I mean, game or not, yeah, a one and eleven team. You should not be going to the last twenty seconds of the game with exactly. The, I know, and then you could be like, "Oh, is that USF's home?" Well, that's our second home, so it doesn't really. <laughs> I was a. It was a spirit. It was a UCF home. Like, Obviously, it is every it time. Youth, it's yeah. bounce house two point <laughs> Tampa's hometown team too. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, anywho, <laughs> stay on the subject of LSU and UCF. We're going to talk about their future a little bit, like the transfers each school has gotten. Let's start off with LSU. Ryan, you said you have the LSU transfers pulled up? Yes. Yeah. Um, so recently, um, as of yesterday, LSU's gotten four transfers um, in the portal. Um, one of them being Jaden Lee, um, a transfer defensive tackle from Florida. He didn't really play too much um, in his time at Florida. wasn't really a starter, but he is from Louisiana. And LSU did recruit him hard back in 2019. 
uh, whenever he was um, a senior in high school. Um, so that's something to, to look at. Um, maybe LSU sees something in him that um, maybe fits the scheme better um, yeah. than he did at Florida. Um, another transfer is uh, Paris Shand. LSU has got depleted on the defensive line. Um, a lot of seniors and a few guys um, declaring for the draft. So definitely reloading in that position um, is key. Um, I don't know too much about this guy. He's a transfer from Arizona. Um, but we'll like to see how what he does. And then finally, edge rusher uh, Braden Swinson. Um, tra- he transferred in from Oregon um, last night is when he made his um, announcement. Um, LSU is in need of a true edge rusher with B.J. Ojolari um, declaring for the NFL draft. So um, hopefully he, he can uh, fill that role. And I really think what transfers are supposed to do in college football is to kind of fill an immediate need mm-hmm. um, for a team, especially um, with a team like LSU that wants to compete for an SEC championship and a national championship. Filling a role is so important um, just to get like an experienced guy like Brain, uh, like Braden Swinson to kind of fill a need for them is, is, is huge. Yeah. So with the, all these transfers at LSU, you think they're going to be a better team than they were this year next year? Um, so our whole offensive line is returning, um, including our two freshman tackles that mm-hmm. we had. Um, so I think feel like that's a um, position. That's a, I mean, the offensive line as a whole is so key. Yeah. Especially in the SEC, just having depth and players that are experienced and veterans that can go out and execute blocks every day, that's huge. To get an entire their entire line back um, is just so good for the, for that team. Um, in terms of better better than next year or better next year, I feel like the offense can be um, they can go from good. They were good this year. They can go to great um, mm-hmm. with Booty um, coming back and Jane Daniels coming back. Their former walk-on uh, running back Josh Williams coming back, they can make some noise on the offensive side of the ball. Defensively, they need to reload. Yeah. Um, they need to reload at the defensive defensive back position. Um, they're losing a lot um, of seniors and guys that are declaring early for the NFL draft. That's something that needs to um, they need to address the transfer portal, as well as signing some um, some true freshmen um, in, in the high school ranks. Okay, yeah. So Nick, you have any thoughts on that? I mean, LSU just as a whole, like, I definitely agree with you with the offense going from good to great. Like, we've seen them be good last season, and uh, I didn't know about the O-line, so now that you're keeping your entire O-line, just keep working. Like, Brian Kelly's a great coach. Yeah. Like, despite playing at, you know, Notre Dame where, you know, I don't give as much respect to Notre Dame as maybe I should, but right. I just know that him being an SEC coach now, like, he's definitely showing his true colors. At the beginning of the season for LSU – I thought he was like, yeah, I thought, I, I thought he was, was bad. Like, I was like, well, this transition is going to be horrible for him. Yeah. yeah, it's funny. Even before, like, the season started, like, there were so many stories about how he wasn't really a culture fit for them and everything. I mean, he was oh, faking a it. southern accent. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> and, th- and those recruitment videos were hard to watch. Oh, my man. God. <laughs> I mean, they just did that. They just made my skin crawl. Like, it was just, <laughs> just gross. Um, and then, obviously, you double down with is he the right fit whenever they lose to FSU in the way that they did. Yeah. The way that they did. Yeah. And it's like, man, it's like, is he the guy? And it's right after Florida beating Utah in that game. And, it's, and everyone's giving Billy Napier high praises. And it's like, <laughs> did LSU pick the wrong guy? Um, nah. But um, it turns out, I mean, it's probably the opposite way around. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, 
definitely yeah. it was a big turnaround towards the end of the year as they started to gain gain speed into the end of the year in the SEC play. Yeah, that praise for Florida was just insanely stupid. I mean, oh my God, you beat I mean, Utah by just, three points, just, and they just, had really just, bad play calling at the end. I don't know, dang, a, you a beat win. a Pac-12 team. A win's a win, but I, I, a win's a win. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and now you have a losing season, so it's yeah, fine. a win's a win, bro. I don't, it, it, I don't. It's it was AR fifteen for Heisman. It was a rough year. Yeah. <laughs> It was a rough year. Apparently. I'm curious to see where he ends up in the draft. Yeah, undrafted, yeah. I hope. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think he's going to go fourth or fifth. Yeah, he'll be a late round pick. Like, he's definitely going to be a late round pick, yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, with, like, all the QBs coming in the draft and with him going six and seven. Well, he didn't play his last game, so I guess you could say six and six. Anyways, stupid. With UCF. Um, and their transfers, and also commits. I want to talk about a little bit about commits. Andrew Rumpf is the 12th verbal commit of the 2023 class at the time I did this <laughs> last yeah, night. There's been a lot, lot more commits. They're getting a lot of So um, he's a three-star defensive lineman from Palmetto High School in Florida. So we definitely need to keep working on our defense, like I was talking about before. Our D lineman's perfect. Uh, he's a top 120 recruit in the state, and um, he's UCF's seventh defensive prospect to join the class. And our ninth in the state dude, player dude, at, at a time. Florida got some dogs, bro. So if we keep recruiting yeah. in the state, they got some and dogs. And last, last yeah. year, this dude had 44 tackles, 12 yeah. tackles for a loss, and uh, four sacks and a forced fumble. And I mean, we know how high school football is here in Florida. Yeah. Like, that's, I mean, that that that's great, man. Yeah, especially. I mean, and he's from South Florida. Yeah, he's yeah gonna, they, they got some dogs team. down there, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then, like Nick said, I mean, he's 6'6. Six, six. Yo. Like, he's, he's, he's a big, big, he's a big dude. <laughs> yeah. UCF needs those guys, man. Another big name uh, for UCF is Christian Leary. He's a four-star from Alabama transferring to UCF. And this is a homecoming from him. He's from Orlando. He played high school ball at Edgewater High School. Um, And when he was recruited, he was a number 10 wide receiver in the country and top 15 player in Florida. This guy has high honors. And he's joining Javon Baker, you know, being the second straight in in a year, like, row that a Bama receiver has transferred to us. And anytime Christian get- Leary didn't get that much playing time, though, I will say. Um, but obviously being like highly recruited out of high school, this guy is going to be a very good uh, addition for us. And with Ryan O'Keefe, you know, transferring out, this lets Leary be a starter with Javon Baker and Kobe Hudson, which would make our wide receiver trio all former SEC players. That's great. That's great. Huge. Yeah. I feel like the big thing on the, in the on, for UCS wide receiver is just depth. Yeah. Um, I feel like UCF had three good wide receivers last year. It was Kobe, um, Javon Baker, and then Ryan O'Keefe. Outside yeah. of that, the production just wasn't there. Going into the Big 12, that's going to be a need in order to get guys that can step up and be a true second string. Like, yeah, we had some great first ra- or first string guys, but having guys in the second and third string that can provide quality reps um, to relieve those guys of, you know, um, give, give them breathers and stuff, that's – it's going to be key. And yeah. John Rice Plumley like actually getting the ball to them is going to be key as well. <laughs> yes, yeah. Cuz we have all the we have all this talent, Dude, all yeah. the talent in the world. And I know this goes this just reminds me of Tennessee, like watching Tennessee like when we had Guarantano. Oh my god. Guarantano was the worst quarterback <laughs> I've ever freaking seen in my life. We had all the talent in the world and he couldn't deliver the ball. And this is just like uh John Rice Plumley. He's a great rusher, great running, great running yeah. quarterback. He, he's great at scrambling, doing everything he needs to do. And he has his good passes, and you sit there and you're like, 
wow, this guy's the answer. And then you sit there and watch him overthrow and underthrow and everything else. So with Javon Baker, Kobe Hudson, and now Christian Leary, like he's he's got to get the ball to them. He has the weapons. He just needs to perform. Yeah, exactly. His development's gonna be gonna be key to UCF winning games in the Big Twelve. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's gonna be a thing. UCF needs to find a way to win to win games, and and JRP's development is gonna be key to that. And the Big Twelve is looking pretty nasty for yep. next year. I mean, it, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be fun watching. It's gonna be real fun. I don't know if it's gonna be fun. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. Like I, I Texas I is there for like. Two more seasons, right? The, uh, yeah, like one or two. It's one, or two. one. I think they're working to get it out after yeah. 2024. Yeah. But that hasn't been officially announced yet. Mm. So we're still going to go against Texas and Oklahoma and like those, you those know, bigger three, names. Yeah. I mean, not to mention like Kansas even is do, having a good program Ooh. now. So. TCU, I mean, TCU too. Obviously. They're, they're, they're staying. And, you know, they're staying. Important. and I mean, TCU's been getting uh, transfers from Bama. Yeah, like, I know. And also they upgraded their uh, facilities too. Like yeah. They put big. I forgot how much they put, but they put big bucks in there. So yeah. I mean, big. every time a see a college football team has a good season, and yeah, and they're always going to upgrade their stuff. They exactly. got enough money for it. Yeah. Speaking so. of uh, transfers, the UCF got especially on the defensive side. Mm-hmm. They are getting a linebacker out of UCF. I mean USF. Sorry. Oh, I heard about. Yeah, him. he's uh he played four games last year, but in 2020 and 2021. He uh, led the Bulls in tackles and selected to the All AAC, AAC second team in if both he, years. If you can't beat him, join him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he's a guy to watch. Um, he was recruited heavily by um, uh, Travis Williams, UCS former defensive um, coordinator, um, to be a linebacker. Um, I'm not sure exactly where he's at in terms of if he's going to stay with USF or he might be looking elsewhere. Um, but hopefully, I, I want him to stay. UCF needs a linebacker badly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's something that he hasn't doubled down that he's staying yet. But um, I as of this moment, but I hope that um he ends up staying with UCF. Yeah, I think he he could be like a key piece for UCF. We Absolutely. Would, we need those defensive players. <clears throat> yeah, it's also good to mention while we're on this topic, like Mikey Keene leaving us. Yeah. Um, I mean, it doesn't shock me at all. But I just wonder, like, what are your thoughts on where he might go, Brian? Yeah, um, yeah. As of now, he hasn't committed anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, my thoughts now with Grayson McCall leaving Coastal Carolina, um, and exploring his options in the portal right now, I feel like Coastal Carolina would be a great fit for him. Um, I, I can like, definitely see that. I feel like that's um, probably that would be my number one place for him to put him. Um, he's also from the West Coast. He's from Arizona, so there's some schools on the west coast that he could go to mm-hmm. uh if he wants to go close go back home um but i my gut tells me that coastal carolina would be a good fit for him now i don't have any inside information or anything on that um but i just feel like schematic scheme wise i feel like he is yeah. just a cl- he's probably a clone of grayson mccall um in terms of just the way he throws it um maneuvers around the pocket um he's just a pure pocket passer um he just that's what he that's what he reminds me of yeah, I definitely I saw like some things going around about like how he might go to Cal. Yeah, as yeah. an option, I can see that too. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, West Coast guy, Cal needs a quarterback. Yep. Um, and Mikey's got the Mikey's got three years of eligibility left, which is huge, but obviously it hurt UCF in that <laughs> title game. But yeah. um, I don't blame Mikey for that at all, though. Me either. I mean, with the inconsistency at quarterback, and you know, he's not. 
he's not officially a starter. He's not officially a second string. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you got to make your, you got to make a name for yourself. Yep. So it doesn't blame me. Uh, I don't blame him on that. But um, anyways, so do you guys have anything else going on for the UCF, LSU transfers, anything like that? Um, I just want to shout out um, to John Walker um, for coming to UCF um, just about an hour ago now. Um, he's, shout out. <laughs> he's um, UCF's highest rated um, commit ever um, in, in football. He's a um, defensive lineman. He's six foot three, 310 pounds. Florida made a, um, a full court press um, at him um, this past week to try to get him to flip. To Florida, he hmm. stayed true to to UCF, and I think he's going to be a big piece for them heading into the into the Big Twelve. He's nationally rated the 101st best player in the country, and he's the 12th best um, player at his position. Wow! wow. So this is the har- this is the highest uh, rated yeah. player you said. Yes, highest rated wow. player in um, in UCF history. Yeah, and, that's huge. And hopefully, this can you know continue to, to happen. UCF getting high level yeah. recruits as they enter the Big Twelve. And yeah. I think that like that and and. Impartial is due to Gus Malzahn. Like, yeah, absolutely. he's a great recruiter, and I, I don't think that. I mean, for for him not to switch to Florida, that, that I mean, that and yeah. stay with his that, that that's huge for for UCF in general. Well, I mean, just that, the way that, that Florida I mean, is going and in this direction, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I, I'll be honest with you. I don't blame him either. I mean, I'm gonna try to go to a ranked team. But I'm sure that being it, the 101 and then in the nation, you said, or in the state, in the nation, in the nation, yeah, yeah he definitely had a bunch of other schools. Oh, definitely, him, so. definitely. That's great for UCF. Definitely. Yeah, well, uh, staying on the topic of college football, we posted on our uh, Instagram any questions or anything people want our thoughts on. And Brian's brother actually commented. He wanted our thoughts on his NIL free agency (laughs) for college football. Okay, so repeat repeat that. So he wants to know if we think NIL is the free agency of college football and college sports. Uh, Okay, I'll start it off. Yes, NIL is the free agency of college football because whenever you, let's say like, well, I mean, it, it's, that's a hard question because mm-hmm. it, yes and no. Cause like free agency is you get dropped by a team and you're looking for another team to, um, you know, pick you up. But NIL is a team paying for you to either commit to their school or just, you already have committed, you're already playing there and then you're getting money, um, for your name to be on merchandise and stuff like that. So is it free agency? It could be because if you are looking for, uh, if you're transferring and you're in the transfer portal, you don't have anywhere to go. And then a team wants to pay for you to come because they can use NIL. Then yeah, obviously it's free agency, but there's no contracts. So like you're not committed to that school. No, not at all. Whenever you sign uh, NIL deal or whatever, uh, whenever you transfer, they could give you $100 million if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean you have to stay. So, yeah. I mean, that's the beauty of it. Right. But at the same time, like programs need to be careful about how much they spend their money, uh, where they spend their money at. And they also need to be careful about um, just the players that they choose in general. Because yeah. you got you to gotta be fully committed. Because I know that um, with Tennessee, we have that five-star quarterback, Nico. Um, I can't pronounce his last name, but I will eventually. Um, and he, we pay him $8 million, you know, And we're, we're a big school. We can pay that money. But we have to make sure, I mean, it seems like he is, but we got to make sure that he stays there. We got to make sure he's happy. Like you got to make sure that he's getting everything that he needs. It's not just about the merchandising, which is a plus, which gets the money schools. I mean, which gets the schools money, sorry. And, but it's just, that's just the way it goes. So yeah, there's no contracts, but yes and no. It's uh, definition wise, no, 
But is it in reality? Yeah. Mm-hmm. NIL is free agency. Okay. Brian, you have anything to add to that? Yeah, I agree with Nick. Um, I feel like the transfer portal mixed with NIL is free agency. So not, not maybe not. So there's the there's two ways um, colleges can get players. It's now through high school ranks and then through the transfer portal. Um, transfer portal mixed with NIL has turned into free agency in terms of these high level schools. Now they, like I talked about earlier, wanting to fill positions and gaps um, in their in their roster. Yeah. Now they can um, lure them um, through the NIL collectives and um, pay these players that are proven players in college football lots of money um, with the NIL to try to lure them to the school. So in a way, yep. yes, um, it has turned into free agency. Um, I do feel like in in the high school ranks, it's not as bad. I feel like just the top level guys are getting promised NIL deals. Um, that kind of has led to the Texas A&M thing last year, with them being like the highest rated um, um, class ever, um, just getting all those NIL deals. But um, I'll be curious to see what happens in the future with it, and if it continues to um, get, grow, get get bigger and bigger, or if it ends up being um, kind of like a just a phase of college football um, that schools realize, oh, we don't need to pay these players, yeah, um, this, these amounts of money to stay here. That's another thing I want to mention with NIL. I think that in the future, um, I think that this could be a big issue. And Saban himself has even talked about it. You know, stealing players, not based on, uh, you know, being a good recruiter, but being a good, like, payer. Like, you you just got enough money, and then you, like, make them switch. There's got to be a limit in the future, like a cap space almost, about how much schools can pay. Because, like I just said, you could pay $100 for a player. Obviously, they're gonna go there. They're coming straight out of high school. They, right. Like, uh, it, there's got to be a limit because then these bigger name schools, all the Power Five schools, especially SEC schools and Texas, Ohio State, all the big name schools that have money to spend, they can just spend it however they want on players right. and create super teams. You know, yeah. And that's not that's never fun to watch, and especially in college football, like that takes the whole college football aspect away from it. It makes it there's no like a professional ball. There, there'll be no passion. It's just like oh yeah they're paying me x amount of money to to represent mm-hmm. or not necessarily represent their school but just like go to their yeah. school do whatever and you know th- there's no passion for that school like with now i mean like if, if you like if, if you're if you're a florida fan right nine times out of ten you want to go to florida commit to florida and then if you play for florida not necessarily you don't necessarily play for florida. i can't talk but you won't you won't you know if you don't get oh my god i can't speak today sorry uh you got it <laughs> anyway, if you if you get offered to Florida, you're gonna go go to Florida. You're gonna perform and you're gonna play with passion. But if you're, you know, a West Coast baby, you uh you get paid to go to Florida. Let's let's be honest here. They don't give a crap about Florida. So you know, whatever. I, I think mean, I think that I think that I, still I, I think, passion there. I, I know I know like like for the sport, but not necessarily for the school. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I I, I don't know. How to better explain it, but I I think y'all kind of get what I'm trying to I, say. I here. agree with you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like um this has turned um college football into more of a business than yeah. it was, like a business decision into picking schools instead of being uh, based on like passion and culture and stuff. Yeah, which is what I liked about college football. Right. And hopefully this doesn't um kind of affect the the way that um. I mean, the fan passion will always be there though. Yeah. I mean, so 
so far not that much. It hasn't been affected. It's, it's still early. Much. It's still early. Yeah, in, this is only the second thing. year. So this really. is. I think it could get pretty out of hand if there's no limits to yeah, just like how. Just gonna keep going up. Like, yeah. For bigger name players that come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see in a few years. So yeah, we call will. back. This is probably a call back. You know, they'd be like, yeah, back in episode five. We brought this up, and now, you know, having these big-name players go to these, like, Alabama, you know, Florida, Tennessee, et cetera, you know. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll look we'll, we'll look back on this and see how it affected or how it hasn't affected. I mean, who knows? I like that, yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. Well, is that everything we have for uh, college transfers? Uh, no, there's actually a lot of other transfer things going on. I mean, this is, it, this it, is big this stuff. Is, yeah, like, this is uh, – With Clemson – um, DJ uh, Ugalalili, however you pronounce it, he just recently was crystal balled to Hawaii. Oh, really? Yeah, hundred um, percent crystal ball to go to Hawaii. We'll see what happens there. Everybody's saying it's a great fit. I mean, I I don't I didn't expect him to go to like a Mac West team. But is he is he from Hawaii? He's from the West Coast. I think um, okay, he's from yeah. California. He's, okay, he is Polynesian. He is Polynesian. Okay, but, okay, yeah. Um, yeah well, that that's a big name. If mm-hmm. he goes to Hawaii, I mean, I think that. He should go somewhere else. Personally, no, sure. I think he's a great it's, quarterback. It's, it's I, Hawaii. I thought he has a brother that's um, a mm-hmm. senior in high school right now. I thought he would follow his brother wherever he went. Um, I'm not sure where his brother is committed to um, right now, but I figured he would just follow him. But yeah, I didn't know that Hawaii thing. That's yeah, that's a crazy. This just crazy. happened yesterday. Um, also, Devin Leary, QB from NC State, he's expected to go to Kentucky now. And I remember last podcast we had Marshall on. Mm-hmm. Um, and Marshall mentioned like Graham Mertz was going to Kentucky. He visited Kentucky, um, but he didn't commit there um, to tra- or to transfer there. But Graham Mertz is actually um, supposed to commit to Florida now as well. Yes. So Yeah, I, I did see that. Um, I feel like Florida fans um, really wanted Devin Leary. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like we kind of settled on, on Graham. But, um, it's yeah. not that we wanted, we needed. Yeah, like, like with, we we need. At the someone. same time, Devin Leary is not a good um, scrambler. Yeah, but he was the best quarterback in the transfer portal by exactly. Far. Yeah. yeah, and now he's going to Kentucky. So I mean, he he has pretty good offensive weapons there. So we'll see what happens. I did see like some comment that was saying like NC State is basically the Kentucky of the ACC, vice versa. <laughs> so I mean, I mean, I kind of agree with it. But as you mentioned before, Grayson McCall. Um, he's set to visit Auburn, but he didn't. He actually was uh, going to visit Auburn, but he didn't. And he's still expected to go to a Power 5 school. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, great stats for him. So that's another big name to be on the lookout for. Uh, even bigger name, in my opinion, Dominic Lovett, wide receiver from Missouri, who finished third in the SEC um, with 56 catches and 846 yards. He still has yet to um, make any moves. But they're saying he could still stay in the SEC. I know Tennessee, Alabama, Florida, they've all reached out to him already. Well, of course. Man. Like, yeah. Yeah. So we'll see where he goes. He's amazing. Yeah. Like, for, for playing for Missouri, <laughs> that's saying a lot already to have those numbers. You know you know what I'm going to find well, and what we're going to find uh, a problem of? these. All these players enter in the transfer portal, right? Not all these players are going to get picked up by the set schools that they want to go to. Correct. Not necessarily want to go to. But these, like, let's say if you if you decommit from a not necessarily decommit, but you enter a transfer portal playing from Alabama, mm-hmm. you, if you're not getting playtime in at, at Alabama, you're not going to go to a Power Five school, even though they may want to, even though they want to go to Florida, Tennessee, or or, or any any Power Five school. Uh, they're 
Yeah. I mean, uh, so well, we're gonna we're gonna run into that problem to see what. Well, this you know. this problem's already been. Oh yeah, uh, for sure. Seen like with players who tr- who have transferred from big name schools and they go to like a little bit of lower name school and they for still sure. don't become a starter. For sure. This happened like all over this past year. Um, but it's gonna become more and it's gonna be become more of a thing with all these. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna see more of that in the following years. So. I I agree with John. Right now, I read a stat that there's fifteen hundred football players. Yeah. In the transfer portal right now. All, obviously, not all of them can come from SEC schools, mm-hmm. but yeah, there's some guys from like um, the MAC that are in there, and they're not gonna. They could get lost in there because mm-hmm. it's just another round of recruiting, and some of these guys aren't gonna be able to find a home. Yeah. Um, in FBS or FCS, they might have to go even down to Division Two. JUCO. And, um, yeah. You know, I mean, a lot of people go down to JUCO, so kind of rebuild themselves. Yeah, entering your name in that transfer portal, you better you better be hopeful that you know you're good enough to get even like a look because right. it could be overwhelming for some of these schools to even look in there to find yeah. your name. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, it's going to be something to look out for in the following years. So, yeah. Another big name quarterback that we haven't mentioned uh, in any po- previous podcast has been Haynes King from Texas A&M. He's transferring to Georgia Tech. Ooh. Yeah. Very interesting uh, move yeah. for him. Yeah. Yeah, he's replacing um, – uh, Jeff Sims, mm-hmm. um, who where did he, he he committed somewhere? I I forgot where he committed to, um, but I didn't remember him going to the transfer portal. But yeah, he's replacing him. Um, so that's a good good um good pickup for them. Yeah, they just need someone who can um kind of run, run the offense better. But I don't think Jeff Sims was was the guy. And uh, Jumbo loved Haynes King. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean he made the starting role like both both the past two years he's been there. So um big big Jumbo guy too. Wide receiver uh, Jack Beck from LSU, as we forgot to mention yeah. earlier, he's transferring to TCU. Yeah, so Jack Besh last year, he was a freshman, and he kind of came on strong, mm-hmm. and he became a fan favorite at, at LSU. Um, he kind of played like a hybrid tight end wide receiver role for them um, last year, and everyone loved him. This year, he kind of saw his um, playing time dip, didn't get as many catches. Um, I don't even think he had a touchdown this year. He had three. Oh, he had three? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, kind of unfortunate for him. It just didn't really work out with LSU. Um, yeah. Not really getting the playing time, and LSU reloads on that in, at that wide receiver position. So kind of tough for him to stand out in the crowd. Um, but, yeah, I'm happy for him going to TCU, a playoff mm-hmm. contender. And, um, yeah, I wish him the best. Do you do you think LSU is a uh, wide receiver you? Uh, yes. you believe in it? Yeah. By the way, you said that I, don't, I could see that. I don't think I need an argument. Yeah, I just I could def- I could definitely see that. It's it's there. Um, also, another I have two other names I want to mention. Number one, Emory Jones is transferring from Arizona State, um, so he's on the move again. Third yeah, college, he's, yeah. But yeah. Uh, as you mentioned, third college, this is a big name here. JT Daniels has just committed <laughs> today to his fourth college. Wow. Um, he went from USC to winning a national championship with Georgia to then West Virginia, and now he's at Rice, he's a, Rice University. Yeah, journeyman, man. He's a, he's a journeyman for college. And he's I still – so he has – he could have two more years of eligibility depending on if yeah. he gets a medical redshirt waiver. So yeah. he could be in college for like seven years. <laughs> Stetson Bennett type shit. <laughs> and then um yeah, he uh he was a he was a five star recruit out of high school, you know. Yeah. He goes to USC. He's just kind of been trending downwards. But he, when the year that he won the national championship, he was the second string 
but he did play a lot of games for Georgia in that mm-hmm. in that year. But look at look at what he had at Georgia. He was yeah. loaded, you know. Yeah. So. I think he should have rode it out with Georgia, in my opinion. I mean, he would have won another Natty. So I mean, yeah, exactly. Stop. That's all I have for college football. Uh, for around yeah. the league, college football. Going everything else. No, Brian. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, we covered everything. All right, next thing we have is what we call here the countdown. Woo! Where we do top five of whatever stuff yeah. we're talking about. And today we're doing countdown. top five best sports cities in the U.S. I think I think once we get like like a good editing software and like we edit like the videos like yeah. live on YouTube, we should have like a little screen. So it's the countdown. Yeah, we will. <laughs> yeah. Bro, we, definitely, I, we, we need definitely. that. We need that, bro. Anyway, go on. Sponsor us. Please, please. Who, who, who is gonna please? Anyone, whoever, whoever's Target. already listened an oh, hour. Publix, into the Publix yeah, yeah. Publix, ESPN. Please. We're talking about sports. ESPN sponsor. Yeah. George Jenkins. Um. <laughs> George Jenkins Latin Club sponsor. Play it again. <laughs> play it again. Sports. Hibbit sports. Dicks. Uh, <laughs> well, we love dicks. <laughs> All right, so sporting pause. goods. Sporting goods. Sporting goods. Sporting goods. Who wants, who wants to start us off here? I will. I don't know. Isn't there? Isn't that the draft? No. No. This is just the count. Oh. Later in the show. Oh. Okay. We'll have Brian start us off. Yeah. 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 So am I just giving my five? Like yeah. start from five, four, three, two, one. Countdown. Uh, okay. Um, five. I would say this is a sleeper. Um, New Orleans. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. I feel like obviously they don't have a hockey team or a baseball team, but bro, they love the Pelicans. They love the Saints. Yeah. It's that's a sleeper right there. I couldn't put them higher than five because there's some there's some good. I wouldn't put them at five. Okay, yeah. I mean, that's your opinion. <laughs> um, <laughs> what did you say? I said that's your that's your opinion. Yeah, yeah. I, I that's what we do this for the opinions. Yeah. Word. Um, four. <laughs> Someone doesn't have a script. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> go by go by my memory. Four Chicago. They love the Cubs. They got two um, two baseball teams. You know, football team, hockey team, passion's there. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Their teams are there. They're almost there. I feel like Cubs made it and back in, what was that, 2017? 2016, 2017. Yeah. Yeah. They're, um, they're building a pretty good Black team. Blackhawks were, were good mm-hmm. Yeah, for a while. Yeah, they're, they're building it. Um, three, Boston. You know, I think this is the golden age of Boston is done. Hmm. So, they were number one. <laughs> love, love to see it. Love to see it. So, I think they're... They're past their prime in in um in Boston, um, so they're on the downward trend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. New York always got to be in the top five. So I have New York number mm-hmm. two. Um, yeah, their just passion is unreal. Um, I feel like what gets them, they just have too many teams. They they, they split them up too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's their issue. Like Giants and Jets hate each other. Mets and Yankees hate each other. Yeah, the Nets and the Knicks hate each other. So they might have a problem. They might need to cut down on it on those teams. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. That's not my opinion. And number one, Philly. Can't I feel like yeah. the Philly the Philly vibes are just unreal. Like watching their watching their YouTube videos and the Twitter <laughs> the Twitter fights and throwing stuff on opposing <laughs> fans, bro. It's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. That's a good list. Thank yeah. you. Very solid. New Orleans. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Different opinions. Eh. Different opinions. All right, Nick, you're up. All right. So my list, uh, number five, I have Chicago. Um, as you mentioned previously, I'm I'm doing my list like all time, pretty much. Yeah. And, oh, okay. And like, um, 
which your list is fine like for all time pretty much i'd say but yeah i think all of ours is like kind of all time and with chicago you've had like the ba the bad boy bears you know amazing you know you've had the bulls who were great in the 90s and their fans are still as passionate as always you have the bears or i already mentioned the bears the cubs sorry you know um the cubs as you mentioned before they've you know been on more of the come up but the cubs fan base has always been there even through their like 106 year drought and everything that you have to say there and then the blackhawks you know they were a powerhouse yep an insane powerhouse in the nhl so their fan base has always been there number four i have philly um yeah they they would be a little bit higher on my list but i have a few others obviously and philly as you mentioned their fans are just so much fun to watch um eagles phillies 76ers they're some of the most you know arrogant fans out there um as most of the top sports studies are but is it, who else who else? and then the steelers you get throwing well that's the not philly but, oh, yeah, it's, it's in yeah. pennsylvania um so I mean, yeah, yeah philly, just, just the philly just the philly area yeah yeah, yeah but the flyers yeah they're you know their mascot was like rated right like number one or whatever yeah but um, they're they're having all the drama uh, over there and on the flyer flyer side really yeah they, like there? what the rays are in right now about selling a team uh-huh they're they're doing oh, that really? yeah they oh, are wow. they are yeah like dude I, I don't know the full story but i follow barstool's like philly and man that's like Whenever it's hockey season, that's all that it has because they're very inconsistent. I think, uh, I think it broke that drought, not drought, but that 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 uh that record of going missing the playoffs, making the playoffs, missing the playoffs, making. Uh, so yeah. oh yeah, but I yeah yeah yeah. So they're they're having a lot of lot of problems up there. So I don't I don't like I said I don't know the full story. Yeah. But I I know like yeah. the fans in, aren't happy in general about them. like Philly. Um, oh yeah, just the have, most passionate fans. If you have one bad year, man, you're you're gone, man. Yeah, exactly. That's why that's why I think the Phillies coach head coach is like. That's why the 76ers are you know always going. To ben the Simmons. I mean, Ben Simmons is still the number one hated guy in Philly. No matter what team you're on, he, I'm pretty sure when he's retired, you know he's They're still gonna boo him. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I would not go back to Philly if I was. Oh he heck no! Oh God, heck total no. switch. They had loved him so much. Like, yeah. He was like. Oh it's my just God, because he's the next guy. it's just he was the next LeBron. They even <laughs> yeah, said. I know, and then it's gone. just it's just because that one playoff game. I mean, a uh, series. Yeah, I mean, it was. <laughs> For my number three, I have New York. Um, I met a lot of New York fans in my life, but one New York fan we all know is Zach Levinson. Uh, yes. and he is <laughs> very very passionate, as most <laughs> New York fans are. And as you mentioned, like that, there's like rivalries between the teams. That just shows how much passion there is. Yeah. And you know the Yankees, man, Yankees, they always they've got so many oh, rings. Yeah. You know, you know mm -hmm. how those fans are. You know, twenty five rings. Yeah. I think it's like twenty seven. Twenty seven. Twenty seven yeah. rings. Twenty seven. Even think though we they lost were all, this year, we, we have they were all rings. mostly like got. They all got them in like the early nineteen hundreds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I mean, then were you alive for? <laughs> <laughs> and then there's you know the Mets. You got the. The Giants, they've been they've won Super Bowls, obviously. You got the Rangers who are always in the talks in the NHL. Mm -hmm. They've won uh Stanley Cups. So just a great city in general for sports. At my number two, I have LA. Um, you got the Dodgers who have been on the rise. You got the Lakers who have always been prevalent, um, especially in basket or you know, for the basketball city. Mm -hmm. They've like made basketball big there you yeah. know eventually you got like sacramento joining cali and all that mm -hmm. the lakers have always been big you got um the knights hockey that's in las vegas, vegas. 
Oh, really? But you got the LA Kings. The Kings, that's why they've won Stanley Cups. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah, they were they were really big in the stand, uh, in NHL right. like at the beginning of the 2010s. Yeah, yeah. I believe so. You what, know, was at, that the team that won the Stanley Cup like in their second year? Or was that the Knights? Oh, yeah, that was the Knights. Knights. Oh, okay, they went yeah. to the final in their in their first okay. year. So yeah, you know, LA is just ma- like majorly on the come up, but they've always been there. I think that with the Rams and like the Lakers' recent success, they've kind of pivoted them above everyone. But then also you got like the Clippers that are there now. Right. Yeah. Um. So there's a lot going on. Uh. And wait, aren't the Chargers in LA now too? Yeah. yeah. LA Chargers. Yeah. yeah. So obviously it's just a big, big sports city. And on my number one, um, I got Go Boston. Ahead. I got Boston on my one, and it's it's solely because. <laughs> They every single team. You got the Bruins. You got the Celtics. You got the Pats. You got the Red Sox. They've always been like at the. They've been dynasties. Right. They've all four like been dynasties. So for they've all. It's obviously deserves a number one spot, just so because of it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I would say that their their sports their sports fans are more passionate than Philly. True. Honestly, true. I can, um, I can, I can, yeah, and I there's like two opposite like spectrums with like um boston fans you got like the super nice ones and the super super mean ones who will throw their beer at you and, yeah you know, do everything else <laughs> call you a racist slur yeah, yeah. Racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh we won't get into all that no, uh, but. No. We, we, we don't need to we, we, i think it's but yeah definitely definitely boston okay. number one all right yeah, that's, that's a good, good list dude because we basically have the same list it really just, yeah like I, I was listening to you we're basically other than our five it's the same did you go to bleachreport.com? No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but I I have like honorable mentions. There's like so many like good cities. Like I have yeah. Chicago, Pittsburgh even, and oh, San Francisco. Pit- and Pittsburgh, my Pittsburgh is an honorable mention. Yeah, like they're an NBA team from like having an all-around great sports team. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. great sports city. And the, the, all their colors are black and white for all their yeah. sports. Yeah. Or not yeah. black, black and yellow. Black and yellow. Black and yellow. Black yeah. and yellow, bro. That's Pir- so cool. Yeah, the yeah. Pirates, Penguins, Steelers. And then for my number five, I put Dallas at there. I said so. So wait, Pittsburgh was an honorable mention. Yeah, Pittsburgh okay. was an honorable mention, and San Francisco is also an honorable mention. Oh okay. Yeah. And then at my five, I have Dallas. They have like good, they have so many good teams coming out of Dallas. Like the Cowboys, like going off like past successes and stuff. Cowboys were always good. Uh, they had the Mavericks start with the uh, winning championships in the early and late two thousands, uh, and they have a lot of stars there. Like, Zeke, Zeke Elliott, like their fans, like love it with all these big players. Zeke Elliott, Dak Prescott, Luka Doncic, uh, well, not anymore, but Christopher Zingas, the one he went there, uh, that was like big. Dirk. Yeah, Dirk. It's, they have a lot I mean, of good. The, I feel like the Cowboys are definitely what carries that. Yeah, the Cowboys are definitely what carries it. And then yeah. at my four, I have Philadelphia, like you said. Mm-hmm. Same thing with you, what you and Byron said. Very passionate fans, annoying fans at times. But very passionate. It's very funny watching their videos, like running through the streets when they win a championship, tearing down stuff. It's <laughs> chaos. Yeah, climbing the light poles, all that. They, you know, they actually have to grease the light poles whenever a Philly team is making a like playoff run, right? Yeah. Oh like, God. like, like every morning, like they just grease the poles because they just know they're gonna get all around. I feel like there's a fight at every Eagles game. Like every single no, if it's is. if it if it's Eagles and Giants a hundred percent or any or any NL I'm talking about even if they no, play like the Texans like true yeah yeah <laughs> if you're wearing like a Texans you're gonna get so much like so much like talk if you yeah if fans. you are any away 
jersey, you're going to get shit on. And if on. you're like a, someone who talks back, you're going to get punched or something. Yeah. And then so, <laughs> at my three, I have New York. Like y'all said, so yeah. many sports teams. With it comes a lot of sports fans. Yeah. Well, the biggest city in the, in the world, like in the world, I think. And then so many fans. <laughs> and then number two, we have LA. Uh, that I said LA because they have some of the best rivalries come out of LA. Yeah. Like L- Lakers, Clippers. La- yeah, Lakers, Clippers, Lakers, Celtics. Oh yeah, of course. And then they also have uh, Dodgers, Giants. Mm-hmm. It's a big one in baseball. I mean, the Dodgers, like they've always been there as well yeah Dodgers always been a big team always been there and then my number one obviously is boston the city of champions yeah so vast amounts of success coming out all four sports teams and then their fans are so passionate about it but i agree there's either the nice ones or the assholes of fans (laughs) yeah whenever marshall was on our podcast he likes he told michael that he was like the nicest red sox fan (laughs) he ever like met (laughs) and he, he said he's met like so many of them and they've all just been like they didn't like didn't care to even talk to them like you know we're not all like that we're not all like there's nice ones but that's my that's my top five so i got boston at one city champions yep all right john John. yeah uh we're top five right yeah so i gotta go with chicago at number five uh straight passion even when they're ass so yep yeah uh number four i got minneapolis man Okay. Yeah, dude. Because even when the Vikings were ass, they were so there. They so popped they out. Really passionate. Vikings yeah, fans. yeah. And I think that's a sleeper pick, man. I mean, I, 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 it's just one team. I know, but still, no, bro. They love, they love their wild, bro. Yeah, dude. They, they love they're the wild. like wild's been so, so bad for me. Yeah, yeah, people, yeah. They yeah. love them. So that that's that's one I'm surprised no one said, but I guess I have to be the one to break it. That's a good pick, John. Good uh, <laughs> thank you. I don't get that a lot. Thank you. Um. <laughs> What is it, number three? Extra brownie points for Brian. Sure. <laughs> yeah. All right, number three, I got to go with uh, Philly. I mean, Philly is yeah. their passion, man. I mean, I, I don't got much to say. I think y'all nailed it on I the mean, head. You, you've been to Philly. I've been, to, I've been, you know, I, I've been to a Phillies game. I mean, man, dude, they're, they're wild, man. I mean, shoot. I mean, I have Philly fans, too, and my family, so I know how they could get. Uh, number three, I got to go with New York. The rivalries are there. Feels like the Yankees are always with like like I mean you always got Boston Boston and Yankees. That's a historic rival, but it feels like every year the Yankees or Mets or or what they they just have some random team that they all become a rivalry. You know you have Rays and Yankees a few years ago, and it's still kind of here now. You got Rays in Toronto, you got Rays in and and Baltimore. I'm not Rays in Baltimore. Uh, Yankees in Baltimore. For, I mean I it's just like it, it's they're always some sort of rivalry between the the Yankees. Everybody wants to be beat the Yankees. Let's be real. And at number one, it's gonna pay me to say and it's gonna it's gonna really number two. Oh um, I didn't say my number two? No. I I said Yankees. I mean not Yankees, New York. Oh. Yeah that was I thought you said three. No. no. Number three was um Philly. And then number two was Okay. What was number four? Well, you're missing one. You're missing no, one. No, 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 no. I said Chicago. I said Chicago. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Minneapolis. Okay. Philly, yeah, yeah, yeah. New right. York, and then. Thanks for the recap. Boston. Boston. <laughs> wow. Boston. It's pain. It's, it's, I am surprised. Tampa it, I, I, I feel it. List. No, that, that's my honorable mention, man. Why did you not put Tampa, man? I was so. <laughs> I was going to back you I, up. I, I was no, so much. No, so, no, I already no, I had dude, something that, to argue with that. That is. That is. Yeah. It's. 
Yeah, I know. I saw that on your script too. I take Miami over Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I, I Tampa is an honorable mention. They're not number one though, but they're they're. I feel like they're coming up, especially with the Lightning. But yeah, uh, Boston. I mean, can't can't be Boston, man. I always have this on recording. So so. What? Thank you for saying that. I have that recorded. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got me and Nick saying it too. So. Yeah, couldn't I never be, couldn't I liked, be me. I never, <laughs> never said I liked Boston. Uh, yeah, I never said I liked Boston either. It's still put in Boston at number one for something. <laughs> All right, we'll I give mean, you that. We'll give you that. We'll give you that. Yeah. Whatever right, helps you good sleep. Good list, though. Good list. I agree. Good yeah. job, everyone. <laughs> give yourself a round of applause. See, this is why we need a soundboard. Applause button. Yeah. No, we got a live audience. Kyle, thank you for joining us. They can't. They can't hear you. Oh, <laughs> uh, they might be faintly, little. very faint. You like a what ghost. Was that, Kyle? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, going right into our NFL weekend preview, we're gonna talk about this upcoming games. All right, so we're gonna start off Thursday, Thursday night game, Jags versus Jets. We're just gonna go down the line. So Brian, why don't you start us off? Who you got? Uh, Jags. They're hot right now. Yes, sir. Yeah. I got the Jags as well. Um, I think this just slowly comes off. Like Trevor Lawrence is just on on his game right now, and the Jets seemingly aren't. Like I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, go ahead, Mike. This is actually my super dog pick of the week. There we go. I have Jags beating the Jets twenty-seven to thirteen. Sure. Like y'all said, Jags are on fire right now. Jets are coming off two losses. Yeah, you know? off two or losses. One or two. It's one or two. I know they lost to the Lions, and uh, let me check real quick. They lost. Uh, they are. Yeah, coming off because they lost to the Bills in Week Fourteen. Yep, yep. That's they're coming off two losses and they're facing a very hot team right now. So I got Jags being that. Yeah, and and it's Thursday night game. So see what happens. Uh, and then there's a there's a lot of Saturday games. What about me? Oh, (laughs) what about me? I thought I I remember remember this. I remember this. But y'all already know what I'm gonna pick. I have taken John's place. (laughs) Y'all already. John does sit there usually. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, y'all already know what I'm gonna pick, man. Like, uh, the Jags are the Jags are going to the playoffs, baby. We got a what? A 46 percent chance of making it? Yeah, 46.9. Boy, it should be a hundred because that's how hot we are, man. So Jags are making the playoffs. And by far, we will destroy New York. Are we playing in New York or are we playing in Jacksonville? I think we're playing in New York, correct? Uh, yeah. We are going to New York and whipping some New York booty. I'm talking about straight booty, man. Who's who's starting? Mike White or or or? I would think I Zach, know, Wilson. Zach Wilson. Zach. They announced. Oh my God, bro! Yeah, dude. Easy, easy dubs. Easy dubs. Zach Wilson. Easy dubs. I'm sorry, I had to go on that. All right, and I'm gonna change one. my pick to Jets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tempted. <laughs> uh, this is this is this is this isn't Mike's Mike's slot, so you don't have to switch it. You know. Right. <laughs> All right, what, we got Saturday game. <laughs> okay, so yeah, there's a lot of Saturday games. Thank you for the passion, John. Uh, a lot of Saturday games starting us off at one with the one o'clock games: Bills versus Bears. Ooh, ooh, ew. Not going to be a close Ew, one. dude. Nah. Um, it's going to be a massacre. It's yeah. going to, ooh, RIP. Yeah. Brian, who you got? Yeah, I think the Bills can get their offense rolling this game. Yeah, yeah. Even if it's in Chicago, it doesn't matter. Dude, what's the temperature in Chicago? I don't know. It doesn't, ma- it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's Buffalo, so it doesn't it's matter. Be, like this Christmas, like this Christmas weekend, is supposed to be like the coldest Christmas in uh, like, yeah, decades. Yeah. So it's going to be very cold. It's going to be like 29 degrees here in Florida. Yeah. It's like minus five. I looked up in Chicago. Ew. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, Nick, who you got? Um, I got Bills. Yeah, I got Bills. John? 
Bills, man. I don't even, yeah. Yeah, it's not really a question. Um, so then the next game coming up, Saints versus Browns. This is going to be a very, very interesting game, very crucial game for both of these squads. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian, who you got? Uh, Saints trying to fight for a playoff spot in the NFC South. God, that man, that division is so bad. And I think um, their record right now is like five and nine. I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the Bucks yeah, are yeah. six and eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Bucks are a game up. Um, I think the Saints can pull it off. They've been playing at least better as of recently, mm-hmm. but we'll see what happens. I'm going with the Saints. All right, I'm going with the Browns here. I've voted Browns like every single week, and a few of them have paid out. But I genuinely think that the Browns are going to win this one. Uh, Saints had a close matchup with the Falcons with the backup Desmond Ritter playing. Mm-hmm. Um, I It's going to be played in Cleveland, not to mention – and I just think that the Browns are going to come off and Deshaun's going to kind of get more in his groove. He might have another pick. Um, I'm sure he might, but uh, the Saints secondary is pretty good. But Browns win. Yeah, I, I'm going to agree with you, Nick, here. I've got the Browns winning. I think Deshaun Watson's, like, getting to his groove, like you said. Like, he's starting to – he didn't throw a pick last game. Oh, he didn't? No, okay. he did not throw Sweet. a pick last game. I thought that was one of your prize picks. Uh, oh, no, it wasn't. I decided not to go with it. Okay, I smart. To you. I yeah. listened to you. I was like, you know what? Oh, yeah, I'm not gonna yeah go. I had a feeling he wasn't going to throw it. wouldn't have mattered anyway. I still lost. I thought but, he did. But I got Browns. There we go. All right, man. Give me the massage, man, dude. I need I need the Saints to lose for the Bucks. So give me the massage, man. Uh, I hate the Saints. <laughs> I hate the Saints. Go Bucks. Uh, Ride the wave. Yeah, that doesn't remind <laughs> me. Like, How do you feel about the Saints? Um, Are you... Uh, I've never it... really had any feelings towards the Saints. My whole family, on um, both my on my dad's side, just loves the Saints. Yeah, um, that's kind of why I picked them. Even though the passion just in Louisiana in general towards the Saints is just unreal. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I've always been more of a Bucks fan than um, than a Saints. W Mans, W Mans. Who dat? <laughs> Texans versus Titans. Um, I got the Titans in this one, Brian. Yeah, the Titans. Um, they got. They're they're planning to keep their um to keep their lead in the playoffs. Yeah, they're, um, and they're playing against a team with one win. Mm-hmm. I know I'm definitely picking up Titans defense on like every league that I can. Facts. Because uh, anytime you play against the Texans, unless you're the Cowboys or the Chiefs, Chiefs nearly lost. Or the true, Chiefs, true, yeah, true. Uh, two games out of the long season, but yeah, yeah. been two of arguably the best teams in the league. I still got Titans, but like yeah. I'm saying. It's, it's an AFC South matchup, and yeah. usually how these things go with, like, division yeah. rivalries, it's almost always, like, a blowout. In yeah, sense. I, I got Sorry. Titans over Texans. You know, I, I need the Titans to lose. I mean, I, I need the Titans to lose for the Jags to have hope. I mean, I'm pretty sure if they win this game, it doesn't hurt the Jags too much unless if we lose in New York. I think if the Jags lose, we're out, correct? No, you're not out because it would be – if the Titans lose, well, I'm talking about if the Titans win and then the Jaguars lose. Okay, so as much as I want Texans to pull it out, and I think that's a possible upset coming around, I still got to go with the safe bet as as Tennessee. Uh, even though the te- uh, Texans had some very close losses to very good teams, mm-hmm. um. But yeah, man, give give me the Titans, man. I mean, hopefully they hopefully they prove me wrong, and I hope they prove me wrong, and I hope they prove all of us wrong. But yeah, I gotta go with the safe bet. I don't want to be called back and said, "Yeah, you're the only one that lose." You know, <laughs> you know, I don't want to be I don't want to be that guy t- this this week. So yeah, going off what you said, they wouldn't be out because I f- I forgot that there's a they added a week in the season. So yeah, they'd be down yeah. two games. Yeah, they'd have to win out. And so yeah, yeah, and a lot of other people so, are gonna have to lose. Yeah, yeah. so we yeah. 
but we'll, we'll see. We'll I don't see. personally see the Jags going to the playoffs. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, that's all I can we say. Will we will see. see. Um, Seahawks versus Chiefs. Um, hmm. Chiefs coming off, you know, an overtime thriller against the worst team in the league. And uh, Seahawks coming off a loss against the Panthers. Yep. Uh, Where are they playing? Seattle? They're playing in uh, Kansas City. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I feel like both teams are coming off losses. Chiefs are going to be the better team, I think. Um, and I think at, being at home kind of helps them out a lot. So, Chiefs. Yep, I got Chiefs as well. Yeah, Chiefs. John. I went to Corvette, Corvette, all the way to Kansas City, baby. I'm picking Chiefs. <laughs> and a lot of these picks that I have, like, whenever I was going over my picks last night, um, I kind of always have the favorites. But I feel like this week there's going to be – a few yeah, upsets. I feel like it. Yeah, yeah. I, I I truly feel that, I, and that's tingling. You could call that my John tingle, but <laughs> oh I don't. I I, I just I, I feel like there's gonna be one upset, or maybe a few, maybe two, maybe three, maybe four. Hell, maybe, maybe five. Maybe, maybe five. Maybe we're all wrong. You know who knows? <laughs> who knows? But I feel like I don't know what's gonna. I don't know who's gonna be the upset. Yeah. But God, I hope it's the Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, ne- ne- next next guy. Yeah, Giants versus Vikings. Um really good matchup here in my opinion. Yeah. Um like I just mentioned before like I'm leaning more towards the favorites, but I do have my reasons. They're going to be playing in Minnesota. Ooh. I got the Vikings winning. Um they got to keep their head on strong going into the playoffs. And also one thing I got to mention for this pick. You got noontime Kirk Cousins coming up, the new nightmare. <laughs> Oh, I think that it's just important to to recognize that. I don't think you know. I don't think he's lost a noon game this entire season. So no. the noon nightmare gets the win against the Giants. Yeah, um, the upset's tempting to pick the to pick with the to pick the Giants against the Vikings. Yeah, but yeah, um, non primetime Kirk is um, is something to be reckoned with. Exactly. So I'm going with the Vikings. Yeah, same Vikings. Guys, I think we need to pop out the chains because I got the Minnesota, <laughs> baby. I mean, dude, New York, I'm waiting for the New York to fall apart. And my God, like, it's going to happen, bro. It's either going to happen now or later. And I mean, they've already man. been downward trending. I know. So I, I think we need to bust out the chains and we need to see Kirk hit the gritty. So I mean, he needs his grills. That's like true. He needs to play about. with the grills. Like, screw the pacifier, man. We need to, or, or mouthpiece, just play with the grills. He, he's been like, he's a super by... gremlin. He's a super gremlin. <laughs> he, he's been offered by like multiple grills, like, yeah, companies. His dentist, too. I heard yeah. about like his dentist where like, <laughs> he was like, hey, man, let me get you some grills, man. He's yeah. like, nah, I'm good. So, yeah. Maybe, maybe after a Super Bowl win, he might. I hope so. We'll see. Unless if it's against the Bucks or, or, or someone, then I <laughs> hope he falls. But... A Super Bowl against the Bucks with yeah. the Vikings? Okay, yeah. Makes sense. Oh, wait, no. They're both NSC. My bad. <laughs> My bad. All right. Anyways, moving on. Big game for Michael here. Bengals versus Patriots in New England. Um, I personally have the Bengals winning. Yeah. They're very hot right now. Yeah. Um, Bengals, they've, what do they want? they've won like five straight or something like that. Yep. Uh, this is Joe Burrow's first time playing uh, Bill Belichick, I think. Did he play I think so. Yeah. So I think it's going to be a tough game. Um, I think Bill Belichick and the Patriots can win. So I'm gonna go with the Patriots. That's my upset. Okay. Yeah, I mean, doing my picks, like I, yeah. I think that there, it's a really good chance for either of these teams. But I think personally, just Joey B is gonna be better, and maybe you know the the Pats will have some weird lateral pass that gets picked <laughs> off or something again. So. <laughs> All right, Michael. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> it depends. Like the defense, if the it depends if the defense holds the Bengals. Like, 
they have to care. The defense has to carry for the Patriots because Matt yeah. Patricia is a terrible play call play caller. <laughs> if he somehow has a good game play calling, I see the Patriots winning. Or, but I don't see that happening, and I got because of that. I got the Bengals winning. All right. Yeah, give me UCF legend Joe Burrow. Uh, so I got to go with uh, Cincinnati. I mean, oh, don't 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 UCF forget legend. Yeah, don't forget UCF made Joe Burrow. So <laughs> don't forget that, y'all. Joey Connors, yeah, <laughs> laying them out. Yeah. yeah. So gotta go with the UCF legend. All right. Next game is going to be Lions versus Panthers. Um, in my in my opinion, there's no like. I mean, upsets are always likely to happen, but the Lions are just insanely hot right now. And the Panthers, their secondary sucks. Their offense sucks. I mean, this is playing in, in Carolina, but it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Give me the Lions. Yeah, the Lions. I feel like they have the better team, which is kind of weird to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, but, yeah, I mean, Panthers, I mean, they've been playing without a head coach for a while now, and, yeah, they just don't look good. So I'm going with the Lions. Yeah, with the very hot Lions team. Uh, I guess lines. Yeah, I mean they're making a playoff push yeah, here. Yeah, I think we're gonna hear a new T Grizzly song. Uh, if the <laughs> if the uh lines do make it to the playoffs, so I gotta go with the lines. Uh, cause I like T Grizzly, you know. So okay. Yeah, that, that's so, so so shout out to T Grizzly. Please sponsor <laughs> us. Um. Yeah. Not much to talk with that game, but yeah. Falcons versus Ravens. Um. This th- is a closer one. This is definitely a closer one, and the bird game. Yeah, the bird game for bird sure. Game. I have I have Ravens. Um, I just the secondary, uh, and I think Desmond Ritter's playing again, so I got the Ravens secondary going off. Um, and also Lamar Jackson is questionable to return, and they're saying that he's like gonna start practicing by tomorrow. So yeah. I think Lamar Jackson makes his return this game. I hope he does, and the Ravens get the dub. Yeah, if Lamar Jackson's back, I think they can win this game. Um, Tyler Huntley has been serviceable for them, um, but we'll see what happens. I, I'm going with the Ravens, but yeah. very hesitant to pick them. I got the Ravens with or without Lamar because uh, okay. I don't think the Falcons are – I don't think Desmond Ritter is that good. Yeah. And Tyler Huntley and, is uh, more experienced, I feel like. And Falcons secondary is not Falcons yeah. secondary is good, how, and the Ravens do have a good secondary. So I think – They'll be there's will be some interception. There'll be a good amount of interceptions in that game. A sleeper game. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I don't got nothing to say about this game. Uh if the Florida Jit uh is playing, which is Lamar Jackson, I think everybody knows that. Uh <laughs> yeah, I mean with or like Mike said, with or without my I almost said Mike Jackson. Uh but with with, with or without uh, Lamar Jackson, uh, I think they got it in the bag and not to mention like it would help out the Bucks too, so I always got to go against the, the NFC South teams. So. Okay, but yeah, yeah. Um, another, I think that this week has a lot of good games. Oh yeah, even, even with like total some opposite of last week. Sleeper, yeah, total yeah, opposite. Yeah. Um, and Commanders versus Forty Niners. Ooh. Um, I don't think there there potentially could be an upset here, but I don't see it happening. Forty uh, Niners get the dub in San Fran. Um, Brock Purdy, man. What, he's he's become next Tom Brady. <laughs> I mean, he's he's become he's, he, yeah, he's, he's went from Mr. Irrelevant to Mr. Relevant, and he's what a story. He's definitely just he's proving to and not to mention Christian McCaffrey's on this team. Yeah. Right? Like I need him to pop off a fantasy. So I need him to not had a had a down <laughs> bad week this week. So 
Anyways. Yeah, the 49ers are um, pushing for their their place for a nice playoff run. So I'm going with the 49ers. I think they're going to be good. Yeah, I Brock Purdy's like been going off since he's been starting, and I don't see that like changing. So that's why I got the 49ers. Give me the nation's capital. Ooh. Washington, yes. Upset? I feel like it's gonna be an upset. Um yeah, man. I don't I like I don't got much to say about this game either. But man, like I, I feel like Washington, if there's a team that could upset a big team like the 49ers right now, it will be Washington. I mean, they turned their season around from what what was their what was their uh uh, uh record uh coming into mid season? They're 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 under five hundred, correct? No, they were they they were uh, I think actually yeah, they, they may were have been the and then they came out to what seven they're seven six, six and one, and right one. so I mean that game against the Giants we all know that that I mean man that was a horrible game but yeah I gotta go with the upset man I mean okay, well so that, that's that's my thing um breaking news by the way everyone um Mikey Keene just committed to Fresno State oh really yeah damn um he's gonna be going to the Mac West. And, uh, hmm. yeah, it's time for us to cry now. It's nah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, my prediction of Coastal uh, Carolina didn't pan out well. Yeah. But it's okay. Hey. I think he fits well. Fresno State, they're a winning program over there, too. True. true. They're still um, in Cali, so. You got the West Coast part, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Silver lining, guys. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely going to be a good fit there. Yeah, he's got three He's got three years to play. Um, yeah, I think I mean, he, he did well for UCF. All things considered, them throwing him to the fire in his freshman year after Dylan Gabriel got hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, excited to see yep. him do well. Mikey Keene, the Fresno State. We'll hope hope he does well there. Uh, moving on, uh, this is actually my super dog pick: Cowboys versus Eagles. Good pick. Um, it's going to be in Dallas, and my Ooh. score prediction is twenty-eight to twenty-three. Eagles are the underdogs in this game. Yeah, yeah Eagles are the underdogs, and did I did I say who I think is going to win? Oh yeah, just, you, said, no, yeah. you said Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. Cowboys win. Cowboys yeah. are gonna win. And the, you said Phillies are the, Philly is underdog. Oh, yeah. they do. They don't it's have Jalen Hurts. Okay. Hey, that's, but they got true. Gardner Minshew, not a bad right. quarterback. Yeah, but I, I, I mean, at the end of the day, this even if Jalen Hurts did play, I'm still picking the Cowboys in this one. Actually, interesting. Yeah, yeah hard. The Cowboys want revenge after that um, the game earlier in the season. True. Um, yeah, I'm going. I'm going with the Cowboys. Um, Eagles don't need to win this game to keep um, the lead. Do they, do they already clinch a playoff spot? Yeah. I think they clinch okay, a they playoff clinch, spot. They're still, but they're still hunting for the East. Yes. Right? Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think playing Jalen hurts um, hurts them too much no. um, with Gardner Minshew as the backup. But um, yeah, I'm going with the Cowboys still. I'm gonna go against y'all. I think uh, the Eagles are gonna win this, just yeah. because even without Jalen hurts, I think Gardner Minshew is a very good quarterback, and uh, he's just gonna sling it. Slang. He yeah. wants he wants to prove that he can be a starting quarterback somewhere. Yeah, yeah man. I gotta go with Minshew. Uh he has a sexy mustache and all around this great looking guy. Uh yeah. Yeah, I mean he's he's a great looking guy. Uh looks aren't gonna win games. But listen, listen though. I, I, I feel like Philadelphia has a point to prove, and I think Gardner also has a point to prove. So yeah, man, Philly. Philly on top. Garner Minshew, when he wins, those videos, he gets hyped. He gets hyped, bro. So Hopefully his dad's watch. there too, man. Like he's he, dad, Bro, he didn't take a shit until they won a game. <laughs> <laughs> with that one season with the Jags. <laughs> I remember that. Like, yeah, yeah, bro, listen. So, 
Jack, Jacksonville legend right there, man. So, yeah. Yep. All right. And then uh, the Sunday night game, Raiders versus Steelers. Uh, I don't know. It's going to be, uh, in my opinion, a little bit of a sleeper game. I got the Raiders winning, obviously. Um, they've been doing pretty good in their recent games. And against the Steelers, I just don't see much happening in this game. Yeah, I don't think the Steelers have any more motivation yeah. um, to even, like, just, they're not competing in their division anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think the Raiders end up winning. Steelers are the favorites to win this game, by the way. I do got the Raiders winning. Uh, impartial, it's because it's in Pittsburgh yeah, on Sunday yeah, night. True, but true. I've, yeah, true. Yeah, I got to go with y'all. I mean, like, who, who's starting for Pittsburgh? Mitch or? or uh, should be Trubisky again. Okay, yeah, definitely. I got I got the Raiders team. Unless Kenny Pickett is good to go, I think the Raiders won with. If yeah, Pickett, true, true, true. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean that's not no doubt in my yeah. mind. I'll definitely bet on that game though. <laughs> but you know, interesting. Yeah, and 100%. then Sunday games, Christmas games, Ooh-wee. Christmas Day games. Yay. Um, it's gonna be we're gonna it's gonna start off with Packers versus Dolphins. Interesting. Um, got the Dolphins getting a W. It's gonna be in Miami on Christmas. Um, you know, Aaron Rodgers doesn't have a family to celebrate with this year, so I think <laughs> it's gonna be fifteen years. That laugh, bro. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. I just got a little happy. You sound jolly. Hey, man, it's, Christmas it's a season. season. It's a season, man. <laughs> so you got the Dolphins, you said. I got the Dolphins. Sweet. Brian, who do you got? Yeah, um, I'll take the Dolphins as well. Um, I think the Pack- Packers are. Uh, I'm kind of going in a, the wrong direction this year. Um, but, yeah, I, I think the Dolphins end up winning. Yeah, I hope the Dolphins lose, but I do think they're going to win against the Packers. Uh, not very good Packers of the season. No. Yeah, man, uh, I got to go with the team down south. I mean, welcome to Miami, as Will Smith would call it, and I think they're going to get a warm welcome uh, uh, when they come to Miami. So, I got I – got, it's still gonna be a little cold in Miami. For yeah, that's true. Miami's what, yeah, it's gonna be cold. Yeah, yeah. What, what is it gonna be? What twenty? Tw- it's twenty five. It's, tw- it's gonna be twenty nine degrees in Central Florida. Yeah, it's on low. Christmas. But that's, that's gonna be. Low. That's gonna be. That's like a low. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's still gonna be It'll about be in thirty. The 40s. Yeah. In the 40s. Ooh, yeah. That, that's sweater weather. Weather. Yeah, but for Green Bay, that's nothing. Yeah, yeah. For Green Bay, that shorts and a t-shirt. Hey, <laughs> at least at least the side at least the sidelines will be even. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next game is going to be Broncos versus Rams. Ugh, man, what a game Sleep, here, bro! This is going to be a great game. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be a phenomenal game. It's going to be a shootout. Yeah, <laughs> against the call prides itself on being um, truthful to their audience. Very true. So stop lying, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> this is a. I don't I'll make an apology video later. Jeez, on. I don't know how truthful we are with all of our picks for locks. True, true, true. Yeah, hey, yeah, we told them. And Messi's no. world of one <laughs> won a World Cup before. <laughs> he has two. <laughs> so y'all said. That's what he said. Yeah. I said that he did, and then Nick corrects me. He goes, "No, he he won in 2014." I was like, "Oh." The, okay. art, the article that I did, like, for my research said he did. Don't like, show, it just yeah. said that he won. It's like, Messi won in 2014, <laughs> and then, but it didn't say what he won. I just uh, looked up, like, how many World Cups does he have. That's funny. Kyle, keep shaking your head, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was the first person to call me out. <laughs> All right. So, I don't uh, know soccer, man. <laughs> anyway, um, Broncos might win. They might tie. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 
it doesn't yeah. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually have Broncos winning this. Uh I got Rams winning. I like Brian said, they might win, they might not. It's <laughs> I just think the Rams yeah. can win this one. I th- Baker just came off of a loss. Coming for a win now against the trash. No, team. he's gotta he's gotta lose another game so that way he can have a sad <laughs> press conference. But I yeah, I mean true. <laughs> I, I it's still Broncos versus Rams and they got they still got Jerry Judy and they still got Latavius Murray who's been great. I know the Rams are very good against the run game, but this secondary is like I think they just had a few injuries um with their defensive ends. Yeah. Um and also the Rams just lost another wide receiver. I don't even know how to pronounce the last name. It's like Skrederick or something like that. Oh yeah. I don't know. Um so the other white wide receiver that they have. All right, John, what was your pick? Yeah, I gotta go with you, Mike. Rams. I mean, it's that gonna it's gonna be a low scoring game, but at the same time, it could be a. High I don't know. Maybe maybe it is a high scoring game. Maybe I don't know. But I, it's, it's, it's 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 literally like a game that like if it's on, it's gonna be background. It's just gonna be on my on the background. I'm not even gonna sit down and watch it because it's just I, I I don't care for either team, and I'll be honest with you, it's just. Well, here, here's fun. a game that you will care for. Yeah, I know. Buccaneers versus Cardinals on Christmas Day. Oh yeah. Um, what time is that? Be game? In Arizona, eight. I, eight? So that's yeah. so that's Sunday night, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sunday night. Okay. Yeah. Prime time, Brady. Back. I mean, hopefully. I do have the Bucks winning this game. Um, you know, still with Kyler Murray out, even though it is in Arizona, Buccaneers need this win. Like that's why I have them winning. Yeah, Bucks need the win. Um, Cardinals defense has given up a lot of points these last couple of weeks. Um, hopefully Brady can get in a little groove early and sustain it. Unlike <laughs> last week with their four turnovers in a row. Um, but yeah, I think Brady can um, can get the win. Yeah, I think the Bucks will win with because Cardinals without Kyler Murray, with Paul McCoy, Dylan. And uh, I think the Bucks will score a lot with the very low like Cardinals defense. They've been allowing a lot of points lately. Yeah, so I got bucks. First of all, I want to start off with please fire Todd Bowles. Um, you're you're really hurting us. Uh, and just please do something. Uh, and please make me happy when I watch your games and I don't have to turn it off. You know, mid halftime because we're blowing a a seventeen to nothing lead because I I didn't know we were the freaking Falcons, bro. Like God, jeez, man. Like anyway, I think we all know my pick. Uh, and I I don't Cardinals, right? hundred uh, percent, yeah. But I, I have to go with the Bucks. Please be consistent and please do something worth watching, because bro, I'm tired of turning off these games at halftime. I know I don't have to, but bro, I don't want to see my team put get you know you know get dropped thirty five points on man. I'll be honest with you, I, I I I it's 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 a hard watch, you know. Granted, it is making me feel younger again, but it's just. Yeah, man, yeah. It's, it's 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 a hard watch, man. And watching Tom Brady throw a lob pass, getting picked off by uh, you know, the, it, it's just yeah. The yeah. inner Winston coming out. Yeah, All man. Right. Anyways, Win- Monday night game: Chargers versus Colts. Um, I think this is a no-brainer here, even though it's in Indy. Give me the Chargers. Yeah, they're I'm very with, hot right now. Yeah, I'm with you, Chargers. Um, yeah, Justin Herbert is coming on strong. Yeah, a team that needs to keep winning to make that playoff run. Yeah, it'll be the Chargers. And oh my God, the Colts! You know, yeah, <laughs> last week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think even if Chargers are losing, they shouldn't be like scared. They're True. Still, they'll yeah. still end up winning. True. 
Yeah, I need I need uh, Justin Herbert to pop off too. Uh, I need him to throw for at least five hundred yards, <laughs> so I have a shot at making a, a, a fantasy playoff run. Uh, but yeah, Chargers all the way. Why do you need five hundred? Like, like because bro, like my team, my team has just not been. Oh, so you need him to carry your entire team. Pretty much, yeah. All right, I, cool. I don't, I don't know what happened to my team, but it's just falling apart. We'll see what happens. So. All right. I, I am above 500, but anyway. Fantasy above, starts and sits. Yep. Speaking of fantasy. I'll, I'll go first on this one. Go ahead. So, I'll start with my uh, starts. I got Jerry Judy as one of my starts. He's been showing out and, like, proven fantasy owners, like, wrong lately. He – oh, Jesus. But uh, he's been putting up a lot of points. No phones on set. <laughs> sit Jerry Judy. <laughs> sit Jerry Judy. He scores thirty points. He should have had thirty-five. I was uh, I was being well, good just, for you guys. This is gonna be the week he sucks. Yeah, okay. when you say start him. And my next one is Jarek McKinnon. He's had back-to-back thirty-point games, and he's playing in Seattle. We're in Seattle. Yep. So yep. I, I see him have another good game. Definitely good. Maybe start. not thirty, but I think over fifteen points at least. Okay. And I then, see him at a good flex. Mm-hmm, a good flex position. And then my last one is James Conner. Since week nine, he hasn't put under 11 points up, and only two of those games have been under 18 points. And he's playing he's wow. playing a, a Bucks defense, which will be a little more difficult. It's like, eh, depends how they play. But I think uh, he'll do good, and he'll put up good points. And for my sits, my first one is Christian Kirk. He's playing a, a pretty hard defense this week. Like uh, with the Jets, Sauce Gardner is going to be guarding him most likely. He's saucy. And he hasn't been very consistent lately. So that's why I have him sitting. And my next one is Brian Robinson. He's good rookie, putting up good numbers, but he's playing San Fran. Mm-hmm. So I don't see him putting up good numbers this game. True. I see probably five to eight points, maybe. Yeah. And then my last one is Amari Cooper. Okay. They're, they're playing against a good secondary team in NOLA, and he hasn't been putting up good numbers with Sean Watson. So, and I don't think he'll do yeah. this game. Which is the either. opposite of what everybody thought. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I have him as my last sit. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to start with my sits. Um, I'm going to start sit KJ Osborne. Um, even though he just came off a 33 piece, um, he's still going to be going against uh, who are they, who are they playing again? Uh, the Giants. The Giants defense has proven to be good this season. Um, sit KJ Osborne. He just had a really good game last time, but don't trust in him having another one. Another good sit. Sit David Montgomery only if Khalil Herbert is out for another week. Um, because when they're both playing, they both have a split run game, so you never really know which one to pick. So sit uh, David Montgomery. Also, uh, as you mentioned before, with Brian Robinson, uh, sit Antonio Gibson or just any of the commanders r- running backs because the 49ers are the best in the league against yeah, RBs. So I agree. Sit any of those guys. Uh, as for my starts, uh, start George Pickens if you have him. Um, should He should be used a lot by Mitchell Trubisky, especially with Chase Claypool being gone. He's been the uh, number two target on that team, number one sometimes. Um, also, this is going to be interesting. Start Tom Brady. If you have Tom Brady and you need a quarterback to use, start him in this game. Yeah, he, he has to be like a like on the waivers too. Like, there's yeah. no one that keeps Tom Brady. Not anymore. Not yeah. after this season. Yeah, really. and so. I actually got him, and I I actually like traded him away in like two leagues. That's so smart. I'm that, glad that, that, that I got him smart. away in two leagues. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah. Um. But then 
Also, my last start, start DeAndre Swift. Um, he had a bad game. Uh, but the Panthers are really, really bad against the run. True. So, with DeAndre yeah. Swift, this could be another one of his, like, good games that he's had. You know, maybe even a 15-point game from DeAndre Swift this game. Hmm. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. But good start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to sit this one out, boys. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to sit this one out. But uh... So, sit John. And all yeah, I'm, yeah, sit John McDougald. <laughs> uh, start um dallas goddard i'm just like <laughs> nah. all right so uh, anyway. nick since you said start tom brady i have a question for you so mm-hmm. in my fantasy league i have tom brady and lamar jackson okay i've had Lam- i've had lamar jackson for most of the year he's done okay yeah, he, he hasn't this has not been his great f- fantasy year for yeah. lamar jackson at yeah. all so lamar jackson coming off an injury mm-hmm. he could come back this year. what do you th- what do you are you thinking start tom brady? who are the ravens playing again they play the other birds. They're the playing Falcons. the Falcons. The yeah, Falcons. Jeez, man, don't listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, see, I see, I see, Mike over uh, here uh, uh, setting up his lineup. So I think he's. But he's, I, w- I would still, I would still take Tom Brady in this game. Okay, yeah, I have him in now. I'm scared out of my mind, but yeah, he, he did decent last week, even with the turnovers and stuff. But. Yeah. Lamar coming off an injury, um, I don't think he's going to be running as much as he usually does, right. which is where he gets most of his fantasy points anyways. Right. Um, so, yeah, start Tom Brady in this game. Word. All right. Got it. So let's have Tom Brady for me. See, I, I see Mike. This Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Was it you? Huh? Was he in our, in our league? Was that, was like that off the waivers? Yeah. No, I didn't pick him up. Yeah, I tried to pick him up. So who's Zuck? Because I don't know who that is. But I think that's Zach. Is that Zuck? That might be Zach. Yeah. Probably. Damn. Oh, looks like I'm starting Jared Goff this week. Let's hey. go. I see. I actually think he can. Yeah, he could, he could. He could. He could. He could turn a bad, up. Yeah. Bad secondary. Yeah, he's turning. Speaking it up. of fantasy, this is the week. I gotta go against the super team. Michael Cabrera put <laughs> it's, together. It's, it's literally supposed to be like it's predicted an exact tie right now. One seventy four point four or one thirty four point four. I've never been Wait, let me, more let me, scared let me in see the playoffs. The playoff picture. I know I lost. <laughs> this is the rematch of last year's championship. Yeah. Right now. Yeah, it's 137.4 for so, each of the teams. Wait, but let me see the playoff picture. Michael's team has been just scoring an insane amount of points. And, like, I've had points more than him, but, like, it's been more inconsistent okay. than him. So, I guess I'm going to lose. Okay. Yeah, you lost last week. It is what it is. Comeback come player of the year, though. All right, so that's is that everyone's uh, stars and systems? Yeah, I believe so. All right, time to get into our favorite segment here on Ooh. the show. Mike's locks. There we go. Let's go, maybe. If you see or hear what I am about to tell you, go opposite. That's that's my <laughs> that, that's, that's my mindset. That's the motto. All right, so put that on a t-shirt. I have four locks: an over, an under, underdog, and a favorite. All right. Starting off with the over, I got Jets and Jags over thirty-seven point five. Okay. And then, damn, we should have talked about this beforehand because that was my lock. That was my only lock. Hell. <laughs> <laughs> and then for my under, I got Falcons and Ravens under thirty-seven point five. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Let me let me do a little bit of quick math here. What what was your super dog pick? My for... super dog pick was twenty-seven thirteen Jads Jets, and that's over thirty-seven point five. Thirty-seven point five. Yeah. Twenty-seven plus thirteen. I think that's literally. 30 points is it not or is it 40 it's 40 oh that's what i thought Jeez, now i'm on the podcast something like this <laughs> guys i got <laughs> right, i just i just took college algebra so <laughs> <laughs> anyways 
Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So I was about my, to say, I was my, like, did he bet? Like I made sure. Don't okay, worry. I was about to say. Right. And then my Falcons and Raven, I said under thirty-seven point five. Uh, my underdog mm. is Raiders over Steelers. And then my favorite is Vikings over Giants. Okay, sweet. Hopefully those make sense. Hit. Yeah, and like as I already said, mine was the over in the Thursday night game. So, okay, Brian, yeah. do you have any uh any bets you think hit? Um, I didn't come prepared with the bets. Oh, that's fine. Um, so I'm not too sure. Um, but yeah, I hope they all hit. They probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> like, even though they all always sound good, they always sound good. Yeah, yeah like I was so confident. Michael, in my Michael prize sounds picks. so confident in them. True. I, I just want to believe them. Yeah. Just, just, yeah. yeah. My prize pick bets too sound so good. Literally field goal kickers. I just need two field goals from three kickers. And none of them hit. <laughs> none of them hit three L. field goals. Cry. Right, well, yeah, I, I did. Okay. <laughs> ending. We're ending our uh, football topic. And we're going to go straight into NBA games of the weekend. Perfect. So for December twenty third, we have two games, and those two games are Christmas Eve Eve. <laughs> we have Clippers versus Seventy Sixers is my first pick, my first game of the week. Give me the Seventy Sixers. Got Seventy Sixers on that. Yep. Okay. I would. I'm gonna go with uh Clippers. Actually, I think the Clippers are gonna be. Harden's gonna one. keep riding. Really. <laughs> yep. Bless you, John. Bless me. Thank you. Yeah. There's a there's a couple good games that week. But I think the Clippers and 76ers will be one of the best ones. Do you have any uh, Christmas games? Yeah, I'll get to that in a second after okay. I finish this one. I have one more game for December 23rd. Bucks versus Nets. That's going to be a good game. Uh, uh, give me the Bucks. Yeah, Bucks are going to try to win so they can keep the first place spot. And then December 25th, Christmas Day. Every game that has. Always that on game, Christmas. It's That's... Every game is good games. We got the Bucks versus Celtics. Yep, yep. We got 76ers versus Knicks. Classic rivalry. Lakers versus Mavericks. Easy dub for the Mavs. Grizzlies versus Warriors. And I think Grizzlies, that's an easy win without Steph for the Warriors. Yeah, I mean, they, they schedule these games, like, before the season starts. And they definitely wanted the Grizzlies-Warriors, like, rivalry to be renewed in this game. Especially yeah. from last year's playoffs. Mm-hmm. And then our last game is Suns versus Nuggets. Wow, that's gonna. I feel like that's going to be the best game that to is watch. A, that's a very good, like, day of basketball. Very, As it always games, is on Christmas. All games are very good. Nothing can ever beat the Warriors-Cavs Christmas Day game. Yeah. A few years ago. But, uh, yeah, those are a great set of games. Yep, those are the games of the weekend. And there's going to be high-scoring games. And they're going to be fun to watch. And then we're going to just head right into our last segment of the day. It's our draft day. All things Christmas drafts. And then we already have our draft order. The draft order, as always, is a snake draft. And it's going to go... Me with the first pick, Brian with the second pick, Nick with the third, and John with the fourth. I think we need to run an investigation on how Mike gets his uh, Yeah, picks. you were like right next so, to me when I... <laughs> I think we need a... Uh, right next to me with the random spinner. Yeah, I gotta, you know. Anyway. Okay, with my first pick, hmm, I'm gonna go with Christmas movies. Okay. All right, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's yeah. a valid first pick yeah. for all four of us, Yeah, I'd say. I'm pretty sure at least all of us are gonna have at least one Christmas movie. So, you know. Yep. But all right, yeah. All right. It was a good word. Well, he just Kinda. took all Christmas movies. Yeah. Oh, really? I said Christmas movies. Oh, damn. 
Okay. Like just in general. All like, right. The yeah. ha- the Hallmark ones are so funny. Like I just they're bad. They're bad, but they're like like they're funny to watch. I I had Hallmark movies you on know, my list. Yeah. Is that is that I, taken? I mean, would you guys consider no. that Christmas movies? No. I mean, yeah. No, yes and no. Like, yes and no. I feel like there's like, a specific audience that Hallmark yeah. targets. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's Middle fine. age. If y'all young. if y'all want to like do that, yeah. that's fine. I don't care. We'll see. Uh, Who's up next? Brian's pick now. I'm up. I'm gonna take classic. I'm gonna go with the uh, with the Christmas tree. Ooh, Ooh, okay. It's solid. You just whenever you put it up and you just move the couch and it just it's in the spot. You know, it's you break some uh uh ornaments on the on the bottom. You know, oh yeah. So oh yeah. Have to. It just feels like Christmas once True. you put it up. It's like dang, bro. True. It's All right. It's a vibe. What about you, Nick? Man, there there's so many good options that I have. Um, but give me Christmas music. I mean, Dang. oh my god, Christmas bro. music is just really. Yeah, I gotta take this with a first. Okay. Yeah, that's that's uh, uh, yeah. I mean, whenever whenever you're a kid and your mom puts the radio on, yeah, Christmas music, God, that's the perfect. What really feeling. gets you into the True. Christmas spirit? True. Yeah, it's music. All right. Yeah, I gotta pick, and I don't know if this is gonna classify as yours, but Mariah Carey. Would, that, would y'all consider her hey, as yeah? She's it? she's the queen of Christmas. So I gotta pick Mariah Carey. I mean, okay. when you turn on the radio or you go to Coles and you hear "All I Want for Christmas," you yeah, like you, man. All right, yeah. Now you get another pick, John. Snake draft. Yeah, yeah you're right. Uh, give me ginger, just straight gingerbread houses, ginger cookies. I actually made some ginger cookies from scratch. So just gingerbread ago. and then like uh, yeah, gingerbread, gingerbread. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm getting into baking, guys. So awesome. Pretty, okay, pretty, I'm pretty good. I'm gonna like I feel like this could go later, but I'm gonna take it just in case it does it. Christmas time for elementary school. Oh, like, dude, that's the best Christmas the, feeling I, ever. I you get the hot chocolate. Yeah. you get the Polar okay. Express. Right, actually, that, Christmas that, um, crafts. You know, true. If true. you've never experienced that, bro, I'm, that's the best Christmas. You, you know, I actually have a fond memory, man. Like, remember the cold days in elementary school where we couldn't be at PE. And they yeah. put us in like a little portable. Like, portable, bro. I love that, man. Like, yeah. man. All right. Anyway. Okay, Brian. Thank you. Yeah, um, I'm gonna have to go with um, just um, the expression of or like the just giving. I feel like, so like okay. giving. Yeah. See, yeah. How it's the season of giving. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Giving like just the giving and everyone's just it's just a vibe. Yeah. Like not necessarily. I'm not a big fan. I like getting presents and stuff, but like I mean, seeing people's reaction. Yeah. Yeah. yeah even yeah. if it, like, I didn't even give the gift. It's just, it's just a vibe. True. Okay. True. That's good. See, let's see for this one. I think this is, I want to get a question for you, Nick. So you said Christmas in elementary school. Yeah. I have getting out of school for Christmas. Oh, like Christmas, like break? Christmas break. Yeah. Like yeah. That's two Christmas. separate things. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. going to be my pick for this one. Getting out of Chris, like school for so Christmas. So like vacation. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. That was, yeah. One, that was one of mine. That was good. Like the day after, like, 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 all yeah. right, the day before you, oh man, that school day is so like, it's, it's like, man, the butterfly, it's not really butterflies. It's just an assignment. All right. It's my go, right? No, yeah. it's still mine. Oh, okay. draft. oh yeah. You're right. You're right. Wait, then, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. No, yeah. it's no. It's, it's Michael yeah, then yeah, me yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. snake draft. Yeah. Wait, how's it? It's so I'm the last pick. Ryan it's him. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we gotta change this up, man. That's I, true. Every time yeah. snake draft, it's like, bro. Okay, we let's all know see. why. You know. I'm gonna go with lights slash going to see lights. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's good. I like the um. Or it's my turn now. Yeah. Yeah. It's your up. yeah. 
I like just like the desserts. I feel like everyone has like a different like dessert, whether it's like Christmas crack or cookies and stuff. You can just eat so much dessert. Christmas crack. Yeah, yeah. You, you never heard of that? It's like, um, like do you buy it on the streets? Is it or, when you get sprinkles and like a line of coke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like graham crackers and like popcorn and stuff. And it's oh like yeah, I got combined. you. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, oh, everyone, yeah. everyone has like a different recipe for that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just so good. Christmas dessert. And you can eat as much as you want and not feel guilty because, you know, you're just in the holiday spirit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, Nick, you're up. All right. Who do I have so far? You have music and Christmas during elementary school. Oh, okay. So I I still have a lot left. Give me Santa Claus. I mean, the the staple, the franchise player of Christmas. Give me Santa Claus. I mean, yeah. Basic, you know, you can't, uh, you I'm, can't go I'm trying to win. I'm trying to win championships true, with my draft here. I'm not going true for the little things. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta go with cinnamon. 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 Yeah, you go, you go into the store. What's the thing that hits you in the face, man? Straight cinnamon air. Can't beat it. Oh shoot. Um, let me just hanging out with family and friends. You know, can't, can't beat it. You know? Family time. Yeah, okay, family time. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a solid Christmas. Yeah. Pick. Yeah, it's my pick, right? Yeah. Give me Christmas time in New York City. Ooh, Ooh. yeah, the big old tree. Yep. Times Square, Rockefeller Center, all of that stuff. Yeah. I've already had four now, right? Yeah, that was okay. your fourth, and then all Ryan's right. picks I'm, now. I'm up. Yeah. So I think Nick took who he thought was the <laughs> franchise player of Christmas. I'm going with the reason for the season. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, baby. Yes, sir. Damn, that was I'm surprised it lasted this long. That's solid. Yeah. That's solid. Everybody that's forgets about one. that. Uh, it's, that's unfortunate. The only too, thing man. is just like Santa's still the franchise player because when it comes to people, like not everybody celebrates yeah, that's true. it for that reason. Like, what about the Jewish people? Yeah, that's true, man. But well, they don't even celebrate Christmas, John. I know, but like, <laughs> <laughs> and they still believe in Jesus. So I don't know where you're going with this. <laughs> All right, with my next pick, I'm just going presents. Yeah, I had that yeah. on my list, opening presents. And then for my my last pick, hmm, I'm going to go with the elf on the shelf. Okay. All right, I had him on my list, Yeah, and I'm glad cool. that you took him because my, my last pick is going to be nice. All right, Brian, your last pick. Yeah, I think it's another thing that gets slept on is um the stockings. Yeah. I yeah. feel like. Some people do it, some people don't. Yeah, but I just think it's so. I I just lo- I just love the stockings and stuff. Just getting like the little. I feel like a, I feel like a lot of people might complain about stockings. Like, oh, you just get candy in them. Uh, yeah, whatever. It's all stocking good. stuffers. No, Santa Mouse was in there too sometimes. Yeah, I don't. I'm, yeah, I never. I never. I never, I never heard. I never heard of that. Heard of What's a Mouse? Santa Mouse? Yeah, <laughs> it's Santa's little friend, his helper. He, like, no, goes, he has elves. Yeah, he goes with them. No, he gives you guys like gift cards and stuff. Oh There's a book yeah. about it and everything. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't read. <laughs> <laughs> I know, you know, I know. All right, Nick, you're up. All right, for the last pick, um, I'm just gonna go off on a limb here. Give me Sprite Cranberry. <laughs> 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 um, it's the thirst thirstiest time of the year, so <laughs> give it to me. All right, uh, John, your last pick. All right, you know it's not a, it's you know it's not a draft unless if I pick something. Uh, that you don't Mike. even know. No, where. no, no. <laughs> off of Mike's list because Mike's, you know, has a whole, you know. Hey, I but I, I gotta go with eggnog, man. I mean, you can't. You can have that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a Christmas. It's, thing, yeah, but yeah. I don't. Yeah, I'm I not mean, a big. Fan. Yeah, bro, have it, I bro. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that concludes our Christmas, all things Christmas draft. We'll go over the teams. We'll start with uh, my team. 
I got Christmas movies, getting out of school for Christmas, lights, presents, and the elf on the shelf. Solid. With Brian's team, he goes Christmas tree, giving, Christmas desserts, Jesus, and stockings. Jesus carries. That's true. Nick's team starts with music, and it goes to Christmas in elementary school, Santa Claus, New York City during Christmas, and Sprite Cranberry. Yeah. I mean, that last pick, the, I just had to. Those, la- those last two, man, I think it <laughs> fell off. I don't know. Okay. True. <laughs> True. True. All right. And with John, right. he has Mariah Carey, Gingerbread, Cinnamon, Hang with the Fam, and Eggnog. Those oh. are our four teams for the All Thanks Christmas Draft. Let us know who won. And with that, that concludes this episode of Against the Call. Episode 5, guys. Well, that was a good episode. Uh, make sure you can find this on uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and YouTube is coming soon. So Make sure to follow all the socials, TikTok, uh, Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. And thank you, Brian, for coming on, being our second guest ever on the show. Live studio audience is giving a clap. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thanks, guys, for having me. I'm really blessed to be here. Um, as soon as y'all um, kind of made the podcast, I kind of really wanted to be on. So appreciate y'all having me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course, man. anytime. We definitely want you back on, especially as the college uh, football season comes back up, especially right. with LSU. we got to have you for some callbacks here. For sure. Yep. Yeah. Hey, shout out to our Germany listener too. I saw. I saw Germany. Wow. Yeah. We're going crazy. We're going wide. Yeah. Germany, we see you we guys. See you, yeah. We love you. <laughs> Indonesia and Germany. We need to find them and bring them on. Yeah. And whoever's using the VPN, we see you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, they're not using VPN. They're, they're actually, Definitely not. Definitely not. Oh, again, thank you guys for listening. Make sure you share the podcast with your friends, and we'll see you in the next one. Thank you.